Hmm. Okay. Hey there, Lance. Can you hear me? I hope my computer is not about to die. Then I go back up here. Okay. See, the thing about about this, right? Um, Like when I use StreamYard, right? As soon as you open this up, the, the, the camera, the room opens up. Like in my StreamYard, I get to see what I look like. Like even though I went to the restroom, I get to see what I look like on camera. What the fuck is going on here? And um, see if I like it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I got to get in this room before people come in. Because <laughs> sometimes the camera don't be working with you sometimes. Like you just don't like it. So I was going to use the one on my phone, and then I just was like, oh, oh my gosh. But I didn't like it. And then I was like, we'll see if I like it on here. And I'm not really that, that um, not really that um, impressed right now. But, you know, but see, this is the stuff girls do, right? But when nobody's looking. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll go with the, the, the teacher look. Look, boys and girls. All right. How I'm looking, Lance. I'm looking all right. Let me get them bangs real quick. So now I know before I come on camera that um that I can't come on camera here. Colin, I think you should do something about that. Like, what if I needed to like check myself out first? Okay, let where's my mouse? So I have to remove this over here. That was so weird. I was like, where's the key? though this camera thing is cool my lighting could be better but that would require me to have to get up and go get it really wish i would have poured this little glass of wine before i got on here but if you see me go off to the side a little bit just but um this is weird because i don't know it's because it's calling that's why it's just weird but uh i was excited to use it i i missed my my room today um for the bullying, I had moved the time. Let me see. I have to like scroll just to see you guys. Hey, Aki. I was watching your, your Hitman. Actually, I think it's still on right now on <laughs> my phone. I think I hear it. Nope, nope. Because I don't hear Sarah laughing no more. Okay. I was, yeah, I was watching that. Um, listen, yeah, watching it. But I have to keep scrolling to, to look down there. I don't like that. Um, but yeah, I missed that show today. Moved it to six o'clock. Um, and then I had a, uh, a guest, right. Come on my podcast. But, uh, sometimes, you know, I, um, forget that when I, when they go on some cause I have a calendar that they go and find a date they want to, I just go to my calendar, guests come to me and I just go, I look at my calendar. They answer the questions if they want a phone call. And she had been waiting for me to give her a phone call. She'd been put in, a, um, this, this, uh, date for like maybe a few weeks. And I never called. And so when I got in touch with her today, you know how you can hear someone's voice through the, the word? Like you can feel like you can hear them, but you're reading it. No. So she's like, oh, okay, well, 
tell me what your show is about again. I forgot the format. <laughs> and I was like, just told her, um, yeah, told her, you know, behind the mic because my newer show about the creators behind the mic. Then I was like, you know, we can just still talk and then do the show another day. And she actually liked that. I always leave that as an option, right? Um, so, but, but it turned into like um, us talking for a long time. And um, to end up talking about business opportunities and stuff because uh, she has this really awesome business. And, um, you know, after talking for a while, she was interested in, um, like, what I do. And I uh, wanted to know if I was interested in uh, coming on her team. I said I didn't mind, but I'd be way over, um, like, I have a lot going on. Like, I have, like, eight shows to edit, like, 30 in my schedule, like, every day and then I have other podcasts and then I do websites and then I do a lot of social audio and a lot of different platforms a lot of, and I came up on another one today so and some of my I monetize I make money in so then I got another show called the app goat right tag that name and so three minute show on jam it has like the podcast um, news and all that stuff and it's this quick quick podcast for like three minutes Mm, they uh, I pitched the show. They liked it, and so I just talk about apps, like um, more like genuine, like uh, like testimony versus like commercially. You know, just really like test um, testify to because each app that I that I collect, I it's been like over hundreds, and I'm gonna say two, but I don't want to say that because that sounds crazy. But don't judge because at least I try them all out, you know, and so I'm able to testify to like what they do, why I like them, and stuff like that, and so. That's another project, you know, that I have to tend to because it's they're three minutes. So I, I don't know how often the show runs because I was I actually started as a customer, like listening. And I was like, I'm always trying to get on something. I'm like, how do I get on here? And then one day I just found out and I pitched the show and uh, they gave it to me. So that's another project. So I don't know. I might be in it over my head. I feel very anxious lately because I feel like I'm not uh, getting a lot. Well, I'm getting a lot done, but it's a lot, you know, and we all have our parts, three of us in our, our business, but, you know, I'm always doing some side shit, like downloading apps and doing, I'm the only one that does social audio podcasting, like going into live rooms and stuff. They don't get it yet, but they will soon. That's the key. That is the key. That's how you connect with your community. And then I... I create communities like Facebook, like communities and stuff like I like um, locals is a good one. I love locals. If you've ever been on locals, if you haven't definitely try it out, you can start your own like little Facebook thing and go live within it. Uh, you monetize. It's pretty dope. Locals is the shit. And yeah. And then rumble, I'm rumble playing around the rumble. So get distracted over there because they'd be talking about some stuff over there. Rumble is <laughs> the business. If you haven't been on Rumble, prepare yourself. So now I got to get used to like looking over here to see. Okay. But yeah, so definitely um, if you haven't been on Rumble, and Rumble is like a YouTube better, I would say. And it's like a more free speech. It's like that one that Alex Jones and stuff goes on and the Manjingo, whatever his name is and stuff. Yeah. The ones that be woke, I guess. I don't know. 
But anywho, welcome to the Empathy Room. To be honest with you, that that uh, logo you see, um, I was uh, until I messed up my iPad. I used to, um, well, I still am, but I haven't been on in Fireside because it's only on Apple. And so that was a show that I pitched actually, and they picked it up. And I was only supposed to over there. I was only supposed to use it over there, but I haven't been in so long, right? That uh, took it back. Cause I broke my iPad. <laughs> Cause there's some stuff you can't do on um, what's it called? It's only on there. So I'm trying to get back on there. So I felt like, well, okay, the empathy room was going to be a place. You can just imagine what it was for, right? Um, I was going to have guests on. It was going to be a segment to my Voices of Courage, which I was going to turn into a live like talk show, right? And then have that be a segment of it where I brought on, because I still to this day believe that that's what we lack in this world is empathy, right? Um, very much so that it's... I can't even, not, scary is not the word. Um, it's, um, for me, it's kind of pathetic a little bit. And I say pathetic because the, the more and more that I, I, I look at people and I talk to people and I'm, I just I'm like, mm, mm, mm. that's what I'd be thinking. Mm, mm, mm. Because it makes no sense to me. Because as human beings, right, if that's what we are, and I don't think everybody walking around here is human. But I'll, I, that's, I'm just going to leave it at that. And I, I truly believe that. That's fine. Right? We know so much that we know so little. And we really just know so little. Right? That being said, uh, we treat each other like shit. Like, life means nothing. Like, literally, the value of life is becoming lower and lower at the totem pole. And, like, everything else is more important. Like, it's, it's about money, obviously. And, and and with life, the only thing life is good for is enslaving it if it's not sexually or, you know what I mean? Like, it's always, it's, it's sick, it's morbid. And um, I don't understand why people are so removed from it and so like heartless when it comes I'm noticing people become more heartless when it comes to, to to things and the part that I find to be pathetic and that that baffles me is the fact that in the midst of looking for empathy because maybe if they don't even realize that's what it is you seem to lack it right like when you're in need of something or you're wanting something or you want someone to understand or or know why, uh, I'm going to give you guys an example. Let me see. Okay, I guess I'll use this. I'm not, not, not saying anything in general. It's just an example. I think it's a good one. Say, for instance, like uh, people that are looking for I don't want to use that one. It's too obvious. Okay. Repar- is it rep- okay. Reparations, right? There's nothing to do with reparations. It's just an example. Uh, now that there, depending on how you look at it, some may look at it as, give me my money. You know what I mean? <laughs> my motherfucking money. And then, well, I see it more as, really, 
because I don't think anybody is looking pretty slim for you. You might want to, you know, I don't think you're going to demand it out of anybody. It's ludicrous. But in actuality, it's something that that the people want someone to empathize with. And that's just factual. You want, because you're not going to get it by, um, you know, huffing and puffing and like, you'll give us all the money reparations. I mean, think about why you even need it or you can possibly get it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to think of a fuck. Okay, and that being said, so you look a little silly, huffing and puffing. So maybe you might want to try the, another tactic, like you might want to go the, uh, like, like some kind of legal route. There's always some loop because this angry shit is not working. Right. But that's not the point. The point is that's um, a sort of you want someone to empathize with that. Right. And understand. But. But. At the same time. You could actually. How can I put this? 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 Um, okay, I got it. Say, for instance, this is a really good one. I did a show on this earlier, but I didn't touch this part. And I don't care what anybody says. I think it makes sense. So it's the whole reparation thing, right? Now, oh, this is such a good one. Oh, my gosh. So I was on um, another social uh, audio podcast um, thingy called Swell, Swellcast, right? Right. And so it was. I hadn't been on in a while. I had deleted the app. I have like 30 different accounts on there like I do here. I deleted one because uh, my main one, for reasons I, I didn't appreciate. I don't know. I just it's something I didn't like, and then it's something I put, and I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna just get rid of this one." And um, so I use my other one, and then I get back on. As funny as it is, one of the ladies that was on this actual thread was one of the ones that was on the other thread that I left from. Looking at her like, mm, mm, mm. so the guy had put, do you celebrate Thanksgiving and um, how do you celebrate Thanksgiving or, or why or some shit like that. And then she had and she was the second one that came in there to answer it. And she's the only one that answered it this way. Uh, everybody pretty much said, that, yeah, we have a little we do a little something, but, you know, they acknowledged them some things, some truths, you know. Well, this lady here, <laughs> black lady, she was like, yeah, we, my family, we celebrate all the holidays. I, that's our day. And, uh, uh, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, why, why they got to tag ugliness to it? Like bring up, you know, those, those horrible days, those horrible times and stuff and, and, and ruin a good time. And I celebrate, we celebrate all the holidays. My, my parents didn't, um, I was fortunate not to have my parents, um, you know, like ruin that for us and and allow us. And I was thinking in my head, I don't think anyone's dead. I don't think anyone's dead. Matter of fact, that's the problem. That's the problem. We lied to. Okay, what are you talking about? You, I, what are you talking about, lady? So you know, I kept listening. Unfortunately, as hurtful as it was to my brain, she said that. Um, she just kept going on about so that's the day to be grateful for, and that was a bad thing. But don't don't take that and and taint it. And I was just thinking, like, okay, cool, cool. You done yet? 
It's not getting any better for you. So basically for her, and I can't wait to pass these holidays on to my kids, my, my grandkids, you know, because um, shit, they're good times and they have good memories and, you know, and, oh, oh, and she then she really weaned it up a bit more. And she was like, yeah, because, you know, around these times, that's when you see people at their best. These are the best. You see the best of people around these times. And I was like, that's bullshit. Bullshit. When when have you ever seen people at their at their fucking best because it's Thanksgiving or or Christmas? It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? You probably seen them at they at their worst. You seen Black Fridays? Huh? Huh? Have you been trampled over by a shopping cart? So I'm, that's what I'm, this is what I'm thinking though. I'm thinking like this is all hoax. So people can um, feel like they have the need to go you know break themselves. You know and and uh, if, if it because we. I can ruin it all for you. That's what I'm thinking. Because I'm going to do it. I'm going to ruin it next month. Well, it is already December. So, yeah. I'm going to drop some, some loads on, on, on her. I'm going to go specifically to her room. <laughs> wait, wait till I tell you about Christmas. But she's not going to care. Because she'll celebrate a lie. That's all that matters to us. So, what I heard when she was talking was that also, I don't care um, about that uh, that shit that went on. Um, this is fun. It makes us feel good. Right? And I was thinking like, Man, you can't give a shout out or something like that to the damn, I mean, to the indigenous. I mean, okay. And um, I don't even know why she came on here, to be honest with you. Because nobody else said that shit. And, uh, but the, the, the Caucasian man, prior to her, <laughs> he tried, but he said his family wasn't fucking with him. They were like, mm, yeah, we don't care. Pass the pasta, Stephen. <laughs> he said, ooh, we should do something. I, I think his kid said something. And he was like, okay, well, maybe we can dedicate. He said, we don't do much, but we still eat stuff. And he said, his, I think he, for the kids, he was like, maybe we can um, dedicate, like, a, make something for within, like, for, uh, and, like, dedicate it to, like, the, the indigenous, you know, something like that. And he said his family just wasn't impressed. They were like, yeah, no, no. Yeah, like he he said it too. He was like, "Yeah, they weren't having it. They they really didn't give a shit about." It. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? And uh, but this lady though, uh, even within him saying that, he still had a partner. He took regard of that day. That day came out of his mouth. You know what I mean? And um, he even tried to get his family to even acknowledge it, and he ended up, like it's not happening, right? But she. I was just like, yo, you making it seem like that was an inconvenience. Like that, that stuff that happened to them is ruining your, like, that's what it sounded like to me. And I was just like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like never, never, (laughs) never. You make me want to make a lot of rooms right now and go in each one of them and hope you find them so you can go in there and you can listen, listen to, cause you're lacking something. That's just like a lack of empathy. Like, And then I start to think, right? I'm like, okay, from the very people, you know, that <laughs> they say, and I'm only saying they say because these days I keep learning more and more and more uh, that we come from a line of slavery, right? And so those would be, uh, you know, our ancestors that, you know, went through a way more harsh time than we could ever be up against, right? They were more OG back then than we are right now. We're nowhere near it. But I was thinking in my head, like, wow. 
I could have sworn you're one of the ones I heard speaking on, on something that had to do with, I don't know, like giving a shit about the next person or the struggle. I don't freaking know, but that's what I, I find to be crazy is you to have empathy. You do want it, but you don't give it. And that was a perfect time. I mean, I don't, I don't know. No one in that room said anything close to what she said. And then the last lady that went, um, that is she's one of the team uh, members from the app. You can hear in her voice. And, and then I think she also was trying not to say certain things. I think she was going to say something about holding each other accountable or something we need to do better. Right. And so I was like, yeah, I think everybody in here possibly noticed that too. She literally said it. She was like, don't, don't rain in my parade. I was like, really? Really? Mm-mm-mm. So Black Lives Matter, huh? <laughs> Gee. So that's where that, where that went. And I just wanted to tell you guys that story because that shit was crazy. You should have heard her. And, uh, but I, myself, right? I didn't tell you guys when I went today. So yeah, I went right. I laid it. I laid it in it. I laid it down. But I, you know, I said, "Hey, to each his own. You know, you have the right if you want to celebrate that shit." I said, "For me, it's a little bit more about human. You know, my humanity. You know, it's, it's more like uh, it. It just arose in me one day, right? Because we all were there. We all are indoctrinated and stuff. And then sometimes some people come to, and it's like, what the fuck." Right, that's what it was like for me for for some reason. It just it was just like two years ago, and that's when I kind of stepped off away from certain things like Thanksgiving, and um, I'll get to the other one in a minute because I used to do my my birthday is actually the day after, but I just start thinking right, and then I had I was on an app and I was uh, I think I did a show, and I spoke on it and and gave you know some love and all that to uh, the indigenous. Um, uh, people and um, a guy had said had said thank you and stuff like that because I know also prior to that I saw him like places talking and and like educating and talking about that event and all the other stuff right and then I started thinking like and and at the same time like having these topics these conversations is never to make anyone feel guilty you know about what they choose to do right if it if it does then that's something you have to deal with like just like Everybody has to deal with, like, I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with. The next person deal, just because I'm dealing with it in a more, you know, empathetic way, doesn't make me a better person. No. You know, or it, it don't have nothing to do with, like, the next person. Like, I'm better than you. You're nothing. And with her, it was just like, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, don't even talk. Just. Because it just sound really unempathetic because she literally said it she was like don't rain on my parade with that old that that stuff like it inconvenienced her i'm like oh i am appalled yeah but so yeah i just told them like that and i said because for me i just sat back and it just came over me one day with some information um i have a, a podcast friend my first podcast like friend i ever met you know, when I started podcasting, um, Information Man, I don't know if you guys heard of him, really big um, uh, African-American male, well, yeah, black male, African-American male, even call it, uh, 
you know, Malcolm X's so-called Negroes, whatever you want to call it these days. I don't know. At this point, I don't care. But, uh, yeah, he, um, he, he, he goes and like, he does his work and stuff. And he found out even within the black besides, you know what I mean? That what it, what had happened that day, but also some things from like, uh, in the, within the black community of like, because he had a show on Thanksgiving like last year, said why black people shouldn't be celebrating Thanksgiving, and then he dug up some like history. I gotta find it actually. It was quite interesting, right? So then it, that had me thinking, right? It had me thinking like we should do more research about things and look into them, right? Because I didn't want to feel. I wanted to show some empathy and like, because in my head I'm thinking like. Wow, they probably just watch us just be out here just on some, you know, and they're just looking at us like, mm, 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 look at them. Right? Because I know I would. Um, let me get me started with what's that freaking day they threw at us? Sorry, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I call bullshit. What's that shit again? Tell me the name of the holiday they gave us to get us to be quiet and people fell for it. You know, I'll run around the emancipation shit. Um, I forgot. Too young to be forgetting shit. Anybody know? <laughs> you know, the holiday. How long you been down here? Have you been trying to come up here? Take the next caller. See, I couldn't even see down there. I'm so sorry. I'm rude. I'm rude. I think that's what you're trying to. I'm not too sure. I just have a tendency just to talk and then forget that I'm, I'm here. No. Hey, Brandy. Hey, you come up in here with that music. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just uh, I just came up when you started asking about uh, the holiday. Are you talking about like Black History Month or Martin Luther King Jr. Day or something? No, the new one. You know that new one they gave us? Oh, Indigenous Day or something like that for Columbus Day instead? No, you know, the one uh, that just passed it, uh, made it a holiday, um, had been around for a long time, but nobody, a lot of people didn't know. Uh, it had to do with, well, like, the Indian of slavery. Well, apparently, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you remember, like, it had to do with, like, when they uh, supposedly ended slavery, but it really didn't end, but supposedly, oh, like... Oh, yeah, the, like the Emancipation Proclamation, so, like, the... Yeah, they uh, called it something, though. I can't remember. Huh. On the tip hmm. of my tongue. Let me see. I'm gonna check real quick yeah. to see if I can find something. Yeah, they made like a national holiday, like a holiday. But yeah, that's another one that I find to be treacherous, and and I, I find it to be treacherous for the simple fact that when it, this day was about to be celebrated, Walmart made ice cream called. Let's check. I remember what it's called, but then they they had. Um, they call it, they made it a watermelon dish. It's all very good. With ice cream. Oh. Yeah. I like, saw people eating mangoes. Like, and I didn't see it that way, right? I was a kid, right? I don't want to take it back. I don't want to Open and celebrate versus uh, 
doing the opposite. Like, no, no, you're not supposed to take it and embrace it. You know what I mean? It's like, first of all, I know you just did this. You know what I mean? You took a fucking dollar bill or rose the dark back up or money. I don't even know if you want this money. Right? But I, I don't, like, we take these days and think like, oh, finally, they gave us something. You gave us nothing. And it is nothing. That day, you know what that day symbolizes? You know what happened? And all them plays didn't make it off. They didn't want to let them go. So why don't we talk about that stuff, right? So we're just playing. And I saw, because it was this summer, I think when they, they brought us to San Diego, they were having a celebration, right? Because we were getting ready to open up the um that we had this summer for the kids. And um we were like, yeah, because we had to do our uh, food handlers and all that stuff. And then some of the ladies across from me, they were talking about that day, and I think that was the name of it, what was going on in San Diego. And they told me, like, yeah, the Gap Band's going to be down there, girls. We're going to do this. I'm just looking at them like, and then the other lady over there, they tell them story, like the whole story that we must have feed the kids had nothing to do with it. Just pick up everything, and then everything got happy, and like it was a, like a happy ending story. <laughs> I was like, bro, that's not what happened. I was like, no. I mean, you don't have to like put the fear in any anyone. You don't have to put the fear in anyone, but something's true, right? I'm not here to water it down. You're gonna go up downtown and have some ice cream watermelon that people they made.
that really pleasurably anymore. Right? Your your mic uh, your mic was muffled for a second, but it cleared up again. Sorry, sorry. No, no, just about. Was it a long time? Seconds, but so you might want to repeat what you were saying, or if it doesn't matter. But I'm still feel I'm still getting you. So you're good. Oh, the United States flag. Um, so the United States flag, right? So the little girl gets up there. She's saying, she's saying why she's not going to salute the flag, and then she's explaining why, right? Now, when I was growing up in school, I used to say it and didn't think too too iotas about it, right? And I wonder if there was somebody like how I am now that knows that that shit is not, you know what I mean? Like you should be like, wait a minute, right? And are we doing it again, like like the, the whole cycle, right? Because then when I really started thinking, and then I noticed they took it out, but then they're trying to put it back in, there would be some kids like kindergarten and first grade that their parents told them not to do it. There's one little girl, her mom was like on that the whole Black Power, like Malcolm X stuff, right? And the little girl was only in first grade. And then every time they did the Pledge of Allegiance, she would get down on her knee and she'd go like this. <laughs> I thought that's it. The teacher would get so offended and she she uh like like call her mom, right? I was like thinking like who the hell you think you told her to do shit? You know, she didn't get in trouble. I mean shit. That, like, baby girl, do you? Do you? I don't know if that's serious, but damn it. Um that was funny. She was like, call her mom. It's like, what do you want us to tell her? <laughs> you know, like and it turned that into a big thing. And her mom was like, please. She told her to do that. It, I mean, come on, obviously. But she, I mean, she was right. Like, and the little girl in the movie way back yonder, because it was like um, an old, like, slave, I can't even say slavery. I had to do a racist, um, you know, those times, like, can't drink the water fountain and all that stuff. It seemed like around that time. And so as we were watching this, right, they have that part with that, right? And then, so, like, the next day, because, you know, the camp is also it's ABC Youth Center. So it, it, it also is, um, I don't know if you guys heard of uh, Archie Moore, the legendary boxer. Well, that's the place he started. Um, and he, it used to be any boy can, but it's anybody can now. And uh, Billy Moore, his son, is uh, runs it, a uh, very good friend of mine, and very uh, close to Brandon, my son. Uh, and um, so, yeah, so we had it there this summer at the first part of the uh, of the session. And so sometimes we do um, the, uh, we go in the ring and do the uh, morning, the, uh, what they call it, where all the kids, they do the, the, this thing they have to obviously be trained to do. Like he'll say certain things and they'll get in position and he'll ask a question and everybody uh, has to, um, you know, shout out their answer and stuff and it's this is whole cool thing they do and but but before you uh do the pledge of allegiance right now i've stopped doing that shit even when i was teaching and like and if a little kid never had like wouldn't do it then um i would never the only thing i would require from that kid was at least to stand there be respectful don't say nothing don't be like playing around you know but you don't gotta salute that thing if your parents if you if you don't all you got to do is just be quiet and let these people salute this flag, but you don't have to do it, you know, because I know at some point people were trying to make kids do it. And I'm like, that don't even make sense. Like, yeah, that's not in your, your, your common core or even in your description. So carry on. Right. 
And um, yeah, so I I would just turn around even now as an adult and I just look at I won't even look at it, I'm just right. So when she played this movie and that part was in there, right? And it was baffling to me because I said, wouldn't that be something if one of these kids actually remembered that part and really like looked at that when we did the, the Pledge of Allegiance and said, wait a minute. Because like every time she would start the movie, like every 10 minutes and quiz them about parts of the movie. And I, in my head, I was thinking like, I don't think she's going to do this part on purpose. It has to be in her head not to do that part, right? Or or people that could, wouldn't that just been such an ironic situation to where now we're doing the morning thing and you're in the ring. Cause we got literally go inside the boxing ring and they do the, the whole um, thing. They do. I can't even remember. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm losing memory and shit. But what if they, you know, turn around, you know, ready, right hand of your heart. And what if they were just like, you know what? I've been thinking. You know, but she surely did not quiz them on that part. That had been just too funny, right, for one of them to pick up on that and then refer back to the very movie that you showed. And now they don't want to slip the flag anymore. I don't. Sometimes I can feel people peering at me or maybe I'm imagining it, but I think I think I did see a few and that's fine. And if you want to know why, I would love for you to ask me because I have no problem telling you. I wish people would ask me things more often. Sometimes I won't even say anything about anything unless somebody asks me. Asking all the wrong questions. But let's go over it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, liberty, and justice. None of that. None of that is real. <laughs> you know, it's like, what is happening here? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the Republic, one nation, under God, indivisible, liberty, and justice. Like, how does no one not pick up on that? That's that's cap. Is that what they call it? Liberty and justice for all. Let's just start with God, for goodness sakes. First of all, I don't even respect them. One nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. One nation under God, indivisible. Okay, sure. Liberty and justice for all. So what are we doing here? One couldn't even be mad for someone not wanting to so that. So basically, you want people just to pledge this stuff. Well, you better do it because this is America. Okay, ooh, America. <laughs> Shit. I mean, okay, okay. Because we really want to get technical if you do the research with the United with the flag in general. If you notice how how very um, special and how you treat the flag, like say like if a, a soldier passes away, and how they fold it, very precise and very careful with it. Let me tell you something: flags are not supposed to be hanging. They're not supposed to be on your table. They're not supposed to be on your wall. They're not supposed to be on your bikini at all. They're not supposed to drag on the wall. That's why it's such a, to burn one, right? Those things are supposed to Yeah, you're not supposed to have a flag on your wall. Definitely not on a bikini. 
Not not up your, your butt crack. Not, not at all. Not for curtains, because that thing is not supposed to just be touching, you know, and touching the ground and stuff. That's like a whole, like, um, sacred, sacred thing, right? So why is it that the very people that say, you know, love the country, they don't treat their flag right? I don't know. Doesn't sound like pride to me. Sounds like lack of knowledge. They didn't teach that in school either. You would think they would have. Hmm. I don't know. I just I just see all the, all all the bullshit, the BS. But with the holidays, though, like seriously. Um, I felt a certain way and, and I get it. I get it could be hard because like, like that man, that one guy said his family didn't, um, they were like, we're not doing that. <laughs> Some people don't want to like, it's like too much. Either they don't care or they really feel like this holiday is something special. It's tradition. And she kept referring to it as tradition. I'm like, bro, that is not a tradition. It's not your tradition. It's their tradition. They gave it to you and your great, great grandma. And then, Next person, whoever, however that went, they kept celebrating that shit. It's not, stop calling it a tradition. It's not your, your tradition. It's not your family tradition, okay? Um, you could have one, though. And I told my son, I was like, you wouldn't just snap out of it. We can create. And that's the beautiful thing, and I think we should. Like, those memories, like, we can authenticate. Like, we don't have to just follow this 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 design, this you know what I mean? Because even though people were saying that they weren't really celebrating, but are you sure? Because you still held that day hostage. <laughs> Literally. Because I didn't do any, nothing, no cooking or nothing until the next day. I, I really didn't. You know, I don't know how to really break that, to, but I will break it to them. Uh, I don't really see them that much anyway but I didn't want to um, carry on and act like that that's a day because I know my, my family they're with it they're with the shit so they're like yes okay 4th of July Labor Day si- what you said Civil War we weren't even here we're going to do that too we're going to do that too okay we're, we're going to do freaking single day mile yeah yeah any day Chinese, Japanese, what, what's the call it day? I'm kidding. But no, for real though. Like if it was a throw down meal or something going on, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get in on it if they want to. Right? So they are definitely going to be getting together on for any holiday, any any of them, they're gonna do it. And if you possibly even bring it up, they'll probably look at you like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Wrong with that girl? Nothing at all. Somebody's just a little uh, programmed, right? And to me, I feel like you just can't separate from that day. Like, we just can't. Like, what is it that's got a hold on so much? Or the people just really don't want to do the work because they know that. Because it's crazy. Because, like, just say, for instance, if it was Christmas, you have to literally... If you literally have to just peel the layers off, you can't let it go on too much longer. It's going to become harder. But kids will get over it. They don't give a shit about 
all that other stuff. They just want toys. Who's giving me the gift? They don't care if you really care. That's a whole other story with the Santa Claus thing. Mess you guys with that too. Mess you guys up. But yeah, they don't care about that day. They do not care about that really. So we just put all this money, right? And then we don't even tell them the correct information. Let's just say he so-called did, you know, Jesus did arrive on Christmas, which he didn't. It's not even in the Bible. And if you go to the book of Jeremiah, it will tell you that you're not supposed to have the Christmas tree. Right? What do I know? Right? And so, and but to each his own. Like, if you want to celebrate, go ahead. Go right ahead. But uh, let me tell you this much. <sighs> People say they have these relationships and they, God, so, but yet, the Christian, I used to be in the Christian church and you got us doing a whole play. My son doing a play. That's why you look like that all the time because you know this shit ain't true. What are we doing here? Why would you be putting on this performance? One lie, that's all I need. You don't got to tell me too, too many, right? Even though I always had this discernment when I used to be in church, like something's not right, like People were off to me. They didn't seem genuine. They seemed disingenuous. And I found out, like, later down the road that I was right. But I had this whole journey growing up, um, once being in the Baptist church and then going to, uh, yeah, Ark Missionary, got baptized. And, and then we just stopped all of a sudden. My mom didn't, like, stress us to go to church or anything. And then I got older. I think I was pregnant with my son. 27, I got pregnant with him. And I was in two different churches. I was in a seven-day Adventist because my sister would be there. And then I was at um, Mount Zion. And even after I had my son, sometimes I would go to both. And so I got it together, right? Um, day of Sabbath, Soto Day. That being said, something still wasn't right. <laughs> Long story short, I just be trying not to, uh, it's never to disrespect or to disregard, but I'm sorry if some people like to, like that one lady, like, just, you know what I mean? Like, she's, to me personally, she sounded like a very, um, hmm, you know, ignorant. I was going to go uneducated, but ignorant, you know, sounded real good. I could feel that one. Uh, yeah, ignorant person very and um yeah i'm not with that shit like people will be like that's old the you know and it happens a lot in the black community and i'm just like i'll be wanting to say like crazy stuff like but then it's going to be the typical crazy stuff because you know it's going to stem back some kind of trauma that uh people have experienced over some time right and Tired of making examples, and it doesn't matter if you're going to do what they want to do, regardless. But I still like to just put it out there. I like to make people think, like, thought-provoked people. Like, just think about this for a minute. It's crazy. It's freaking crazy. And why can't we just start our own stuff? And that's what I was telling my son. That's the cool thing about it. We can start real, true memories, and it doesn't have to be, like, oh, 2023. No, you can be today, because tomorrow's not promised. Like the next moment isn't promised. 
at all whatsoever. So I think that people started to think about that a lot more. They might just maybe, maybe start to um, empathize or something. I don't know. Mm. Because literally, a lot of times that's when you see somebody at their worst or someone that was really horrid and broken down, you know, when it comes to death and stuff like that. So that shows that, um, you know, that they're even like the worst person, you know, like we could call them hateful and all that stuff seem to somehow love their kid, right? So there's love within them. And um, and I, I was telling somebody the other day, we got to start pulling at people's like heartstrings, right? When we're trying to um, reach people to give a message or, or to make them understand stuff, I guess. I don't really do all that kind of thing there. But yeah, I put it in a way of we got to pull at their heart, heartstrings, right? Because we have these loving hearts and that has to play a role. It has to play a part. You're not going to move them or with anything else, but this fear mongling with this, the next clip after next clip after next clip, I don't care how true they are. That's not going to get it. You know, that's going to put people in fear, which God said not to, right? But yeah, I don't want to keep carrying along with this all night because I will. Sometimes I forget that I be um, in shows. I've, I've, fell, I've fallen asleep before, on not wisdom, but haps for two hours. My mouth was open. Um, <laughs> it was embarrassing. I woke up and um, yeah, and I scratched my head and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, oh no, tell me it ain't so. It was so. And I went in there. There you have it. <laughs> Mouth is all open. And that whole time, my partners were at their house uh, in New York laughing because they had been watching me. They were, like, calling me. Like, Brandy, what are you doing? I was answering. And they were like, you got to see this shit. And then they showed it, showed it to me, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, don't fall asleep, especially on video. That's what you don't want to do. It's the worst. It really is. But yeah, I, I just wanted to touch on that, you know. And uh, I can I can go ahead and screw up Christmas for you guys if you want. It's my, it's my pleasure. It's like, no, I'm kidding. Because that was the best day ever for me. My birthday is the day after, right? So with my dad, when he's alive, rest in peace. Um. Every year he would trick buy me a trick at this tricked out birthday cake like every year. And I think the freaking bakery is called McCord's. I think it's still there, right? He would go every year and get me the cake, you know, my name. And since my birthday is the day after Christmas, it would have like reindeers, snow, snowman, Santa, house, gingerbread, like the whole, like a fucking pimped out. <laughs> You know, winter wonderland on your cake, right? I used to love those cakes. I used to be so excited because I thought that was so cool. Like, just thinking about it right now, it's, like, taking me back. Like, it's so freaking cool. Miss those days. And um, 
so yeah, so it, Christmas was big for me. My mom, the big tree, and then I, ever since I was little, always, always a bunch, a bunch of gifts, right? So when we were little, right, it was what we were with um, living with our great grandma. And then, yeah, that's when we would have Christmas at our great grandma, right? And we'd have all these gifts like under the tree, like me, my sister, my cousins and stuff. And every time for Christmas, before we get up, right, for some reason, it was a thing. My mom and my auntie and them, they would go and open up some of the, a lot of the gifts and then put them on different areas. So like, say if I get up and then my cousin Daishan gets up, that's her couch over there with all these toys on it. That's my couch over there with all these toys on it. I don't know why they did that. I never asked. I don't think. But okay, it's cool. She stopped at some point, but uh, my sister, she couldn't, she couldn't hack it. She would uh, make, I would sit next to her next to the tree because I like listening. To, I used to like listening to Christmas music, like Alvin and Chipmunks and stuff. And we'd have the lights and they'd go with the, the song. And she'd be like down here, like doing little insertions inside <laughs> of the gifts to see if she could see within them. I wasn't really sweating it. I was just chill, chilling. Because I knew what was up, it was gonna go down. Because my mom used to like let us do like a week, uh, eat like during that week, like a gift every day up until that point. So I had that, and then my birthday. So it was like Christmas Eve was good, Christmas, and then my birthday, and so that was a thing for me. Um, so it wasn't easy, right? But see, with my my son. He got to, you know, experience some really uh, cool, I used to do the tree and the, and he would have a nice chunky amount of toys, like really cool stuff, right? But my son also knew what supposedly that day meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he knew. But well, that story isn't true. But so that being said, over some time, like, I had to do that with him with Halloween, right? And I told him, I said, look, um, let's celebrate that anymore. And I can just go buy you a bunch of candy. I'm not going out there. It's crazy out there. And none, none of you children should be eating that candy because they be doing some weird stuff to stuff. And it, it doesn't stop, right? Razor blades. And then now you have um, with that stuff that people are putting drinks and stuff now and ODing on and uh, I can't remember what it is. So I'm tipping my tongue. See, this is a problem. But yeah, so I've been hearing so many stories, you know, and it's been horrid, okay? Um, So like so many things that we don't have to keep questioning and asking if there's sickos out there Yes, they're sickos. They never went anywhere. Some of them, uh, well, <laughs> but no. Um, but yeah, and even when I was younger, my mom used to take us to over to Coronado, like Coronado Bridge, the other side of San Diego, because they used to give money away over there. I was like, well, we definitely go that treat. But as far as the candy and stuff, um, as well, back, but I don't even remember eating. Right. But I was serious. I told my son, I said, I'll just buy you, buy you some. I don't even want to be part of the whole, mm-mm, no bueno. 
Because if you take that and you do the history on this came from, do that with Christmas too. All I'm saying is I like to you like to live in truth. That's fine. You celebrate, do what you want to do. You're not hurting me. I just don't like when people try to when they just I don't like when people don't do their due diligence. And I don't like when people try to act like as if people don't know what they talk about when they don't even read. You know what I mean? Like I read every day. I'm always studying something. Every day. This is what I do. Podcast and then do research. This is what I freaking do. So, and um, sometimes I talk about these days. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes people don't want to hear them. But they're going to because it's true. You do it or you don't. If you want to celebrate them, you have to ask yourself, why? Are you going to die without it? Oh, sorry. I need to read. I forgot that there was a whole message over here. Yep. 2030. Mine's 26. Yep. And, you know, it's not easy, right? But once again, if, if and, it, and this is only if I can't say it doesn't apply to you if you don't. But I, I'm thinking maybe it doesn't really. But in a bigger sense, it probably does as far as your creator. But like if, if you don't even if you're someone that is biblical, right? Because this is just the, the simple truth with the Bible: you either with it or you not. You can't pick and choose what you're going to believe in it. That's dumb. It doesn't even make sense. Right? But people literally do that, right? You know that, right? Yeah. Just, just leave it alone. Like, if you if you don't believe it, then you can't go in there and, and pick out the shit you do believe. Well, sit down, please. Right? So, you're either with it or you're not. So, then if you go biblical, then then you might want to check up on them birthdays and say, first of all, Jesus, he didn't celebrate no birthdays. And then there's things that he brings up about these, these things. And uh, like I said, in Jeremiah, it talks about what the symbolism of the tree and stuff is. And so if you if you go biblical, then that's when, and and who who be doing whole plays and stuff? Christians. And this is the continuous, like, role of BS. Like, I don't even, this is so, so many things. Like this whole play you put on, Easter, you're not telling the truth, okay? It's, they're both pagan holidays and they represent something. And, had, and, and the Easter, even down to the, the Easter egg. And I'm going to tell you something about Easter. Every time I was a little girl, something about Easter egg hunting that I didn't like. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would play, but it was eerie to me. It just used to feel eerie. Now, this whole Easter egg thing is connected um, with, you know, because at first I was like, when I first heard about, you know, if you really break it down, like, Jesus, how he rose on this, blah, 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 that, you're like, yeah, it's not really adding that. But then I used to be like, well, what, what part do these eggs play? Like, what's going on here? And then later on, I found out, you know, and it's pretty... Um, you know, so that being said, where else should we go with it? Like, what's going on here? Like, what's the P 
people should be going to find their pastors and being like, what's up with the cat, bro? Or should people just be like more accountable and do their their due diligence, right? Because what I learned, the one thing I did appreciate when I was, um, when I started going to uh, uh, Maranatha, the Seven Day of Venice, um, I liked the fact that when the pastor got up there, he would um, refer to the book and he would ask everybody to go to that to that place, right? So he's not up there just spewing stuff at you and you're not even, you don't know what chapter he's in. You don't even know if there's really a chapter. If he, That's just even in the book, right? So I used to like that. And, it's, um, and they do it for like accountability, right? And uh, I think it was a pastor that told me one time, he was like, um, don't ever check... Don't ever check the the book with the pastor. You check that pastor with the book, if you guys understand that, like to see if he's standing right. You know what I mean? So make sure you do it for yourself. That makes perfect sense to me, right? Mm-hmm. So... Okay, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> just going to say this. Now, I didn't do this, right? Because I'll be damned if I have some kid walking around here telling me I didn't buy this shit for him and Santa Claus did. <laughs> nope, never sold that story to my son. I don't think my mom even told us that story, right? <clears throat> but, um, so that never was an issue, but... The whole Santa Claus thing is so twisted. Do you understand? First of all, what do you gain out of making up a whole complete story to your child about some rosy fat man with chimneys means your cookies and all that stuff? There's like there's no at no like where to come from. It's a because you know a lot of kids become very mess a kid up sometimes when they find out about Santa Claus. I've seen it happen. You get somebody like, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna, ooh. You know what I mean? And like, they'll be spiteful about it because they know they're about to like ruin their whole so like soul. Like, rip it out of them because these kids will really be like so like just love Santa Claus. Like, thank you. I can't wait till you come and read my list because um, it's gonna be good. <laughs> right? But yeah, but the thing is with the lie, like people don't really see it. But what what has happened there is, uh, you know, like these traditions, they just pass on down to us. And we just be like, thank you. Put, just put on your back and just go and just carry to the next generation. Like, that's what they mean by history repeats. I'm not really sure. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so do that, and what you really have done is subconsciously, or maybe it's, you know, depending on how messed up they found out that you have this this little rift between um, you and your child. You have basically have installed in your child that you would lie to. You you don't see it then, but we should, because first of all, why? And you know what? And a lot of kids, they don't give a shit. They'd be like, no, ain't no damn Santa Claus. But let her think so. Let her, let her think we think it. You much it, you know? But that that right there, it already puts in your child 
because you're gonna have, they're gonna know the truth, and there was never a point. This one lady told me she said because it just makes it funner. I was like, yeah, no, <sighs> right? And then when you think about this, you are basically telling your child to go sit on this God knows who lap, right? On Santa Claus's lap. So you can tell him or he can tell you if you've been naughty or nice. What kind of morbid shit? <sighs> I just can't make this type of shit up. But yeah, that really registered with me um, a while back, maybe a year or two back. And, um, Been going on a lot, so I forgot. I don't even know what I just said right now. That's crazy. I'm not I'm not even gonna lie to you guys for like five seconds. I fell asleep, like I was here, and that's what I'm saying. When I was on um, Haps, when I fell asleep, it was kind of like this setting here, and I I kept because when I fall asleep, I have a tendency to start talking, and I don't know what was being said. It's never what I'm originally talking about. And so I try to play it off and pretend as if I was talking to someone and I told them like, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off right now. Don't even worry. And all I remember is, you know, like get ready to press like something to turn it off. And, and it, that was a wrap. Murder, she, murder, she wrote, it's gone, it's gone, right? What happened between, I don't know how I was able just to fall asleep like that. But apparently <laughs> my partner's, Role played it for me. He said that I was playing with my hair. He's like, mm-hmm. he said, all of a sudden I was just like, <laughs> and I was just mouth open. It's like two hours, but eventually I think like the last thirty minutes, like say like if I'm right here, and then I'm having my entertainment center right here, and then all of a sudden my head just went behind the entertainment center, and then my whole body was just out. So that's why I slept. You know, um, I was just trying to figure out why. Perhaps waited two hours to shut shit off. Two hours they let me sit there asleep. Like, I, what was I talking in my sleep? Like, what, what happened? Like, to, what what if my computer wasn't sitting um, the way it was sitting, right? And I happened to have gotten up and just like start taking my clothes, like, because I fell asleep like in what I was wearing in a chair. I was sitting in a chair. What if I would have got up and just started getting undressed because I didn't even remember, right? That um. Getting crazy. <laughs> Anything, right? But since the computer was right there, I would have noticed it, you know, closed it or something like that. Even if I didn't think the computer was still on or anything like that, I still, um, when I'm not using my computer, like right now, I have a screen over it. I turn my computer off because you know, Brandy. I fell yeah. asleep a couple times before on uh, on Wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have on there too, right? <laughs> Good thing there's no camera over there, but, you know. Right, and I, right. Good thing I don't, I don't snore either, so it's good. <laughs> but it was pretty crazy. But sometimes that's what happens when you just push and push and push it, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You feel it coming, but you're like, uh, and then by the time you do, it's like too late. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. Like the few times I fell asleep on Wisdom, um, the reason why I knew I fell asleep was because uh, I'll be talking, and then all of a sudden I'll it sound like it's somebody else, but it's me, and I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? And it, it won't even be what I was originally talking about. 
Yeah. Like, I'll drift off. Now I'm saying something else. And I'm like, what yeah. the I'll wake up. <laughs> and I'd be say, yeah, and I'd be saying some different stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I have it's like it's like a crazy mix between insomnia and uh, narcolepsy. You know, what I'm saying like, right? you're just so tired. Right. <laughs> it's funny, exactly. but anyway, I, I was I just heard that <laughs> what you were saying. I was like, yep, I can, I can. Uh, hey, what's up, Mister Two Extra? How you doing, man? Yeah, my my partners too. When they saw me on there, uh, they were trying to call me. Uh, I woke up that morning and I was looking, I was like, why are you calling me, right? And then I go to the restroom and I'm walking back to my living room and I stop. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, no. I start to remember, right? And then I run over to my computer and I go back into half and I'm like, there you have it. I was right, right in there. I was like, oh no. <laughs> and then I called um, Wise and he was laughing. He was like, I tried to call you. He said he was watching me for a long time. Like, Brandon, what are you doing? Like, you're trying to call me. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't know. But my goal, I was literally getting off. Like, I was reaching to press the button and then lights it out. So what happened? Like, because apparently I didn't go forward. You know, that was obviously. Computer would have, things would have went differently. So I must have had, like, you're ready to turn off, and somewhere in my mind, I just, you know, start playing with my hair, and I don't know what that was about. Didn't even turn it off. Hey, I, you know, I should have asked Cap. Like, what were you doing? <laughs> what if I would have said something in my sleep? I was going to say something like, but never mind. <laughs> no, I'm going to lie. I was going to say, like, what if cause some people fart and they feel nothing I do, but what if I, what if? They would have ruined me for life. I would never be able to show my face. In these clubhouses, was still in the back street. That would have killed it for me. I was able to get over that crap. I had to go uh, and find all those, like, Viewing stuff from me, shoot from half to go to a lot of different places. So I was like, oh man, I'm going to go there. I have to look around and get rid of it. I got cut them off. So, like, something would have happened like that, and I made like some kind of weird noise. <laughs> I think I would have been able to live that one down. That would have been great. Um, let me see. I don't mean to be rude, but I do know that. Um, so no, it's uh, I'm getting used to what I was trying to do was. If, um, if you had any words, just in case you did. Okay, but I'll check it out before I don't feel, don't feel like you um, have to. Oh, you know what I meant to do? 
Yeah, we're, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Last time I was trying to, um, hmm, put you, uh, Good, Brandy. I'm at work right now, so I'm just listening mostly. So it's really loud over okay. here, but I got these ear. Okay. Oh. Yeah. How have you been? Can you destroy myself? No kidding. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. So how are you today, sir? I'm, I'm okay. Um, um, I split my teeth, man. And uh, I had to go to the dentist. And, uh, what happened? Um, I ate something and split it. It was already kind of loose. You know what I'm saying? And then I ate something and split it in half and made it worse. So I had to have uh, mercy surgery on it earlier today. But I'm okay. Really? Yeah, but I'm okay. Oh, okay. So it must have really, like, so the emergency surgery, it, like, got, like, your gum? Like, it was that? Yeah, it's it, it fitting, too, and I thought that um it was just loose, you know, and I can pull it out, but in reality, that was only half the tooth that I was pulling out. The other half was still in there, um, broke, and my concern was that it was going to break in the gum, up in my gum mm-hmm. part, um, and maybe cause some kind of infection. So I went to a uh, a place down here where we are where they do surgery and get stuff pulled the same day. Hmm, sorry to hear that. Did it, did it hurt? When uh, it happened? No, it more it was more irritated, you know, so annoying. Uh, every time I would bite down mm-hmm. on something or every time I would just talk or move, I would feel it, you know, moving back and forth and that would make a slight pinching feel. You know, more annoying than anything. Hmm. You had to go get um like some antibiotics or like some uh, pain pills. And yeah, stuff. they they gave me some uh, ibuprofen. I think these ibuprofen is, is like one pill is eight hundred. They're like horse pills, I tell you, and some antibiotics. And they gave me a mouthwash that I got to take. Okay. Ooh, did they have to like get you with the um with the needle in your gums? Yeah, they had to numb. Gums in like four or five different places. Um, one spot that they numbed me, I wanted to smack him. I mean, because I, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I felt a little pressure when he put it in, and I, you know. Yeah, I know all, all too well about that. My cousin, he's he's um, the one that does my um does uh my dentist and stuff. And the last time I went, before I, I think it was before I went to New York. I was getting something worked on, but he had to do it. Like I had to come back to different times, but that he had to keep like they had to keep like doing it. And then one of the last time he did it, he like tricked me. He was saying something. And he just came over. He just like, yeah. and I was just like, oh my god, like the pressure, right? It's just like that. It's a weird feeling, right? Yeah. It's that pressure. Yeah. It hurts, but it's like, and then the thought just having that thing in there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like crazy. And they have on top of my roof of my mouth and stuff. Yeah, and then some people, when they do it, they, this guy didn't do it, but they have this little metal thing they put in your mouth, and you got to keep your mouth open for so long. Yeah. Uh, 
very um, uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. So I had been doing a lot of talk. I want to do a show, but I don't know if I'll be able to do a whole show um, talking. I don't know. So, so like, what did they, like, like, so the, like, uh, it hurts when you talk or like, what, what's the, um, it's like, is it painful or? Well, is that why? Well, um, this is not that it's painful when I talk, but you know how you can feel that it might be a slight pain if you continue to do it. And, you know, I like to do broadcasts where I'll be on there for two and three hours, you know, talking about nothing. And most of the time, I'm doing all the talking. Um, so, you know, it, it might be a little harmful for me. Okay. Well, I'm trying to deal with that. I know, I'll tell you this much, I know a lot about some tooth pain. I haven't been through it. Uh, I'll tell you guys the, the reason why I ended up the last time in the dentist office. Um, I had a tooth that was, um, you know, if you don't get to a tooth, it's going to get to you. And it was so bad that, um, like that, it, I would get the pain sometimes and then it'd go away. So this time, what I think, what happened was I hit a nerve, right? Because I went, it was so painful, I got in the shower, right? And I just took the, the what you call it? <laughs> Took the shower while I was coming out, I like put it in my mouth, right? And it hit the, the nerve. I think that's what happened. And then, like, no matter what I did after that, no, much, no matter what I rubbed on it, nothing was working. So uh, I was laying on my couch for like two hours, just crying and moaning and crying. You thought somebody was in here harming me. This right? <laughs> was going on and on. And I'm just like, using the worst pain whatsoever. Like, let me tell you. And then it got to the point where somebody came to my door, right? First of all, I called my sister because I saw I was just desperate and out of it I was. I was like, I don't know. I need somebody to come get me. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I need to go to the hospital, right? So I think before she came, no, I think she came after, but the door, somebody's at my door, so I go to the door, right? <laughs> Three husbands lined up at the door from each of the apartment. Like this one, this lady's husband, this, this man right here, He's with his mom, and then there was another um, husband. Was yeah, two from upstairs. Um, yeah, Mr. Nick and Mr. Uh, I don't even know the other guy's name, but he's been here forever. Forgot his name. But they were all. So when I opened the door, they all were like this. They're in their robes. They're like, <laughs> and I was just like, mm-hmm. and then I just told them I was like. I don't know what to do. I said, my tooth. I'm just, and I just, and they were just like looking and they were like, looked at each other. Like, I'm going to, I think I got some more blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go get you. He's like, yeah, you go get her something. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just standing there kind of embarrassed, right? Because they, they, how they came together, these dudes must have, they, you know what I mean? Had all came outside. They didn't plan that shit. All of them was probably thinking the same thing and came out at the same time. So that's the crazy part about it. And looked at each other like, you know what I mean? And all this was like, what's going on? Because they didn't know it was my tooth. That's how loud I fucking was in here. That's how freaking loud I was. That is crazy, right? Um, yeah, but it's good that you have neighbors that think that much of you to see what's going on. Yeah, like, what's going on? Exactly. And it was the husbands, right? So the wives, you know, obviously they knew. You know, they told them, they probably, they probably told them to go, like, go, go check on her, see what the fuck is wrong with her. <laughs> go see what's down there, who's hurting her, <laughs> right? 
Um, but yeah, and then my sister ended up coming, and then she was like, gave me that lip too. And I was like, she's like, what do you want to do? Because if I take you to the ER, to the you know the urgent care, they're not going to do anything. Or yada yada yada. So I ended up taking what um, one of the neighbors gave me, even though I had already took some things. And I was like, if I keep taking, they're not working. But somehow I think I had just worn myself out so much that um, I passed out. And then earlier that morning, I think I was able to get a hold of my cousin and I got in there and he um, did that. And I'm telling you right now, that's the worst pain. Um, prior to that, when I first got my thing done, um, after I had my son, that was the worst pain. It was so close to like labor. I didn't know which one was worse. And if you ever felt labor pains, <laughs> uh, no, I never felt labor pain. Yeah, bad shit right there. Yeah, that that right there was the worst. That was the worst. And they had to hold me. The doctor, he had to take this one like back there, put the wind take it out. Right so when he did that one, I was already done. I was like, okay. I tried to get up. He's like, no. He's like, you got to get the other one. I said, fuck it. <laughs> I said, fuck it. And the lady, the lady on the side, kind of like, you know, like, kind of like, back down. I was like, you got to get the other one. I was like, mm, I'm good. Ooh, ooh. That was some bad stuff right there. But this is the last one. I people coming to my house and stuff. Because the tooth pain can kill you. Not alone, like, you get a bad tooth, but the pain alone. I don't know what that is because, like, I don't know. That's some really like powerful nerve. It's like uh, any other time I would be up to five in the morning, but the day I have to be up to five to take the medicine, and uh, I don't even know if I'm gonna be up at five. To be honest with you. Are you still on vacation? Yeah, I'm still on vacation. Um, I don't go back until December 20th. Okay. I'll probably see you on vacation. <laughs> well, that's a good, that's a, um, a good thing to you get to heal and all that stuff. Yeah, but, I, you know, I originally came down here to, to help out my sister after she had her surgery Monday, and her, her husband... My brother-in-law is starting his job uh, this week, and he didn't want to leave her by herself. That's the reason why I'm down here for this week, to make sure that... Oh, you know where your mom is, is at? No, well, no, with my sister, uh, North Carolina. Um, oh. Yeah, you know, until Sunday. But I'm going back Sunday and get the bills straight. And then I might take a trip. Okay. It works. Yeah. Okay, all goes well for you. You should be able to go get, get it done, you know? Yeah, uh, I do thank, thank God that I I wasn't, you know, I didn't have to work. You know, that is a blessing that I'm off doing all the time that's going on. Yeah. For sure, for sure. You just brought, got me having flashbacks now. <laughs> like, oh, gosh, that was like the worst ever. I'm sorry. It's so bad. Um, uh, you know, drink your little wine and you'll forget. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. What? I said drink your little wine and you'll be all right. What'd you say? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That was water. I was on water. 
Huh? So we already drank wine. Okay. Nah, actually I haven't, but <clears throat> just so happened that I keep, you know, this spot right here, you know, this is where I do my, my work like that. And then I have my other stuff there where I do my, my pod, my social audio podcasting. And then I keep my, my books and stuff. Cause I write a lot of notes and stuff for different shows and stuff, you know, so my area get thirsty yeah i think um when i go home sunday i might take me uh a shot of someone not a whole lot just a shot never heard anyone say a shot of wine yeah that's someone who don't really drink right Uh, i don't want (laughs) to i don't want to drink a lot of wine just a shot Oh, stop it. I act like you don't be drinking. I do be drinking, you know, in time. I don't do it all. You get loose sometime, huh? You be like, it's my night off? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I get, a, uh, yeah. you know, get a little extra at times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. You don't go on that. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of that, let me share something with everybody, anybody. And then this is recording. So anybody that comes back. Um, so, yeah, I missed the show earlier I had today on bullying because um, I had a meeting. So I'm just going to do that one again tomorrow because that's one, that's one that I want to actually. Um, this one's more like so, social, but that one I actually. uh it's uh, an, very, I'm not saying this isn't important, but that's like a <clears throat> one of the ones that's an, a very important show because it has to do with, uh, it's going to be more than one episode and dig into bullying and su- the suicide and the, the three Bs, the bullying, the bullied, no, the bully, the bullied and the bystander. So this is really uh, like uh, really breaking it down and um, getting into it. Like literally getting into it with not just solutions, but active. And uh, if you need to listen up, because kids are out here taking their life and at eight years old, you know, and it's like getting worse. And I'm just sick of it not being um, a discussion. I'm sick of not hearing it be um, at the top of the list when it comes to, well, what are we going to do about it? When, you know, like when we, like when it comes to voting and and voting in these officials and stuff, like, what are we requiring of them? Like, what are we, like, what are we doing? Like, you know, and then you get these parents that have this, you know, this thing where that, has basically almost kind of like ruined their life because their their um their child was in that much pain, right? And um and you can't even get the school to <clears throat> hold accountability. You know, I've seen that <clears throat> a lot. I actually experienced it um when I was teaching there and my son was a student there and they kind of failed us both. So that's why I took them to another school that wasn't that far. And I, because I, I 
had to stay, you know, it was either that or I was going to turn into mama bear. So I was like, stay teacher, keep job. If I don't, I'm going to curse somebody out. So I was like, maybe it'd be good for him, you know, and he was fine. And he liked that school because they had more to offer. Right. And it was more going on. It wasn't a charter school anymore. And uh, a lot of more students, but uh, it became physical over there. It got a little dangerous over there. Um, and yet again, nothing. They did little stuff like suspend you, but they didn't have no. And I was just like, well, what, what, what next? So you suspend them, they come back to school, and then what? Do the same thing? Like, you got to do something different. The principal was looking at me like, like well, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, this is your school. I mean, I do work at a school, but, I mean, you asking me? And I was like, I don't know. I said, how about teach them? Teach them how to treat each other? How about that? So sometimes you got to teach kids how to treat one another. We literally do, or they learn by example. But, I mean, if you don't even have a plan, right, then maybe you shouldn't be having no students. So it sounds a little dangerous. And it's so it's bad enough if the security comes and tells you that your son probably needs to pick it up a little bit and get more, you know what I mean, like body-body, okay, on these kids. That That's what the security felt. That's just how freaking, you know, much, right, them kids was, because um, my son, he's a, he's a, a boy's boy, like, he's just really just a, you know, he was a lot younger then, but he's like a kid that's just being a kid. He ain't on no bullshit. He ain't trying to, like, get your girl. He ain't trying to think he better than None of that shit. He's not even, like, a little badass, like a little miss or anything like that. You know what I mean? He ain't perfect, but I'm put some soap in his fucking, my <laughs> in his mouth at some point because I'd be catching him, catching him um, you know, but we all did it. But still, at least I had the, uh, you know, I was better at it because my mom didn't hear me. So, but other than that, like he, he, you know, kids are just, you know, will find the one that just want to mess with because they just, you know, you see a kid and he just thinks he's comfortable being him, doing him. These kids apparently don't like themselves. They're a little troubled, right? But the problem is the the staff, the um, the people that run the school. And I always tell people, like me, when I was working at either one of the schools, but the second one, like I was in charge, I worked in the classroom, I, I taught, but they also gave me the job of keeping the safety, like the recess grounds and then the after school grounds. So I was responsible for those kids going out of the gate and then being like on the playground, which people may not see as very serious, but we didn't, we had a, a rule about running, right? And that summer when I found out I was going to get a raise and she let me create this whole program, I, I pulled up, I, I designed the whole program from that to the lunch for, for the whole school, like how it was going to run from each lunch to recess and then over to the lunch and how it, you transfer out from like what you, from the, what you play with, like the the whole thing, you know, I had to, to train the teachers, the principals and all that, like how when they bring their students out, like how it would be. I had to set up staff where I wanted them to be because it got to be structured, still have a good time in recess, still get the benefits of recess. But it's called safe. So I took the name because they were doing it all over the country, like um, safe programs, something like that. And so I pulled from that and did statistics and and then, like, the whole goal of it, which I thought was pretty dope, 
but it was to um, cause less, um, like, preventable have accidents, right? Because I only came across a few accidents of, like, running and, and then falling and hitting your head on the, on the blacktop, right? And that, that was the, um, the, the big, you know, reason why the no running and um, having more control, but not to the point where they um, have nothing to do, right? So that note there, safety was always the number one thing. Like that, that shouldn't even be a no brainer. Like if you're like, what's the, the first and very most important thing when it comes to having uh, kids on, on the ground? You should automatically go with safety. And I'm not even talking about just safety as far as somebody entering. Well, that definitely, but entering um, or like say, like fire drills and shit like that. You know what I mean? I'm talking about literally sending y'all ass home the way you got here. Like I would like to return. And sometimes that's not even a good addition, <laughs> but literally being able to get you back to your parents the way that they brought you here. I want them to be able to see you and get you back home to them, right? And if that's not your number one, um, your number one goal, then you shouldn't be working with kids because you don't play with people's kids like that. You know, I see. I had a little boy at our at our first school I worked at, um, Evangeline Roberts, right? Little Keon, he um, was in kindergarten, right? And his dad was. His dad knew my uncle because my uncle was related. My uncle married, Kaisha's married to, and like to his, that side of their family, right? And he would like every morning come and drop, um, just like him, drop him off, right? I never seen the mom. And then like he didn't come one day, right? And then found out, because that should mess my uncle up. He had gotten into a squabble, a little squabble with his cousin, right? Um, supposedly, you know, it wasn't something where his cousin thought. That, that was gonna happen, but I was there was fighting. I guess Keon he slipped or something like that, and he fell and he hit his head on concrete, died. Right, um, and, and that right there is uh, the reason why uh, when it comes to like safety, or then like with kids getting fights and stuff, and um, or them leaving it to the kids when you don't to deal with something and they do get in fights, that bothers me. Because you can just be fighting and then you fall the wrong way. That sort of can be very terrifying if you really think about it and how important it is to um, not just be so, like, just be aware. You know what I mean? Especially, like, if you're telling your kid to fight or just any any situation or you're watching one, like, that shit can go left real quick. So all somebody got to do is fall the wrong way. And so I, I don't know. I, what happened to the cousin after that? If he went to jail or if they charged him with anything? I don't know. I don't even know why they were fighting. <clears throat> but I'm pretty sure I know he didn't mean for that to happen. So, yeah, that's crazy. <sighs> Think about that. But yeah, so. But that's um, some of the stuff I'm be, I'll be covering <clears throat> in the with the bullying, and I'm hoping to get a friend on here by the name of John Pierre. I mean, he's in the entertainment business. Um, <clears throat> his bullying story is very significant because his bully was his grandmother. Um, and with with his story, I mean, 
you can't make shit up like this. It was so, I don't know. What even got him to where he, he is as far as in entertainment, that was his only escape from what he had to do endure. So I think like when she would be off or asleep or something like that, he would sit up at night and like watch these um, movies and shows and all that stuff. And that's where that's what his escape. That's what helped him to get through it. And then, and then he said when he got it to some point in like high school, kind of like that stuff just kind of stopped. And um, he was able just to to go on through because I think he was getting it at school too. Right? But with grandma, it um, it was uh pretty brutal, right? And um. And he's a very resilient man because he, um, and that's why I want to like share his story because there's people that make it out, you know, find a way or they find something to connect to, you know, because when I was interviewing these kids, because I had an interview with, with the, it was called the youngest CEO, right? His name was Gavin Fisher. And he supposedly, this was like the youngest, like, um, yeah, like this CEO, he was a trip and I, and I, I, that that kid um, <laughs> fired people left and right. He tried to hire me, and then I realized what was happening. I was like, "Wait, what?" And he just like, if he wants it, he's like, "I want her." Right? And I was thinking in my head, like, <clears throat> "Little boy, you're not about <laughs> be having me crazy." Because these kids used to always like have this drama, like, because because he had nothing like but a crew of kids, and um, I think I had them all on a few of them on my show one time, right? But long story short, um, it was him and Hannah. We were talking, and then it, bullying came up, something about school and stuff, because they're kids. And I asked them, I said, uh, do you guys see a lot of uh, large amount of bullying at your school? And they said, oh, yeah, it's really, really bad. And they were like, um, then they, that's when the bystander thing really, truly kicked in for me But by what these kids said to me. And they said that they don't, no one gets involved. No one, first of all, no one does anything. Typical happens all over the globe. Uh, no one does anything, and then they said the kids won't help or do anything because they don't want to be next. They don't want to be targeted. So you're going to get the kid. <clears throat> that's where the bully gets their entourage from, right? Because those kids don't want to be uh, the next target. So you're going to either join in, or you're just going to ignore and just hope, you know that somebody's not absent, the bullet, you know, and so it won't be you. Like, that's what they're all thinking and stuff. And so that's where the bystander, I was like, there's a missing piece here. I was like, and the bystander plays a very huge part for the simple fact you have no no crowd, you have no audience, right? So the, the bystander kind of validates um, the, uh, the bully, right? That's what gets them going. They're like, yeah, you know? And the whole time they're up here tripping off a punk. Like the bully is like the weakest one out of the whole ordeal. It's the crazy part. Because that's how it, they, they basically pick out the weakest one. They're never going to bully somebody just because they're going to find the one that they think they can. So it's crazy. Um, that, because I, I, I had a lot of people like um, for the longest when I do these rooms and talk about bullying, um, even this lady from a whole a whole other country. I can't remember what country she was from, but I was on this other app called Nettle. It's like a radio um, social audio, but they don't even call it social audio because you don't. It doesn't record or anything. 
you can't communicate, but you, you can get on, you can put your show, like even what's it called? There's been a few, um, I think Fat Joe and the last time I was on it, I don't know if it was Snoop or somebody, somebody famous was going to be having their show, but you got to look at the schedule and it's so like, it could be just whenever someone, you don't even have to schedule it. So it, it's just, and you don't have to download the app to listen to it either. It was a pretty cool app, but, um, and then you can get, um, I forgot what they call it, but you can get these coins and you basically get tipped and all. You could if they said it to you. But um, the lady, right, I was doing a show about bullying and she came on and she, because uh, they can also come up and talk or leave messages. And she was asking me like some things about uh, bullying, right? Because she said from where she was, her daughter had been dealing with a massive amount of bullying. I can't remember what country either and I, I won't remember because they, they don't record on there but what she said was right where, where she's from and I can will never take this out of my head right that their level of bullying is say for instance taking a burning tire and throwing it over the individual that they are picking on and it just burns no one's giving a shit because that's why they're doing it because that's the type of shit they see right and then they will treat you like a that's like a certain way like if they saw somebody that looked completely different than them like that's some brutal shit if that's the way you pick on people <laughs> wow you know and and to and she was describing like the smell and stuff sometimes but she said that's um basically the example that they, they have when it comes to the, you know, how they, they are over there and stuff. But I'm like, still trying to wrap my head like that's So that's normal? And she was like, yes and no, but that's what they do. And it's not something that you get punished for because, so I guess that's the norm. That shit was crazy to me. A, t- a tire, a burning tire, that is on a whole nother level. But yeah, so that was another experience too that, um, you know, and that's not even like, that's what, damn near, that's, what do you call it when almost got murdered or, but see, this is the thing that I can't remember, but I'm thinking maybe I suppressed it, but I think it's what she was saying. <laughs> Cause I don't recall her saying anybody put, puts anybody out. Right, so this basically for us, we would call that murder. That's crazy. I, I had no words for her, I didn't know what she would even want me to, you know. But she appreciated like me sharing the story, like, and um, how I uh, addressed it as a parent, and then logically, I was like, man, isn't I mean. We don't call that bullying, ma'am. <laughs> so I don't even know. But I've heard a lot of stories. And um, what I did tell, the last few times what I told somebody was, I was like, you're never going to get rid of bullying. And we're not. And I'm going to say this, and then I'm probably going to make sure I'm saying hello and being uh, showing my hospitality. But you're never going to get rid of bullying, and this is why. Hello, hello there, hello. 
And this is why you're not getting liberated bullying. Because we live in a bully world. If you really look around, pay attention. This is nothing but some bully shit. Everybody gets bullied. Bully, everybody gets what they want from being a bully or being a, you know what I mean? See, that's the shit I'm talking about. Boy got a mouth like, okay. He don't even know how to do it quietly. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, oh yeah, because we live in a world full of bullies. If you really pay attention, you look around, and there's different forms of bullying. Even when a, a man, say for instance, um, uh, you can even put like domestic violence in um, a bullying category. Uh, there's so many things you can put there, but it's not even just it's not even just that, right? It's because it's not it's not if you have to look at it like this, that's not what it's even about. Like all these, t- all this time when people say um, zero bullying, like get rid of bullying, like can't come and think about it. <laughs> what would you do to get rid of it? You would do something to um, to address it, to give it consequences, right? That's just like racism. There's no law. There's no law that's going to take hatred out of somebody's heart. But what you can do is create laws to protect people or to get them justice. Right, because it's not going to make people not. It might make them think more before they commit, you know, like a crime. If you put protections in places, but it doesn't mean it'll stop it. It just means that people will get consequences, and hopefully, um, those protections will make people not, you know, commit those crimes. That's what that really is. But what racism? Racism. If people do their logically think. And use the proper definition, for God's sakes. I think people do this shit on purpose because when you use the proper definition of racism, you're not going to get everybody saying they've experienced it. This is facts because you got your isms. It's more of a, I guess, but you throw it systemic on there, I guess. It's like, it's crazy because they did change that shit once, but it was a reason why, right? Then you get, then you get race and then you get racist. Racism, they're different. And then you get prejudice. And usually people are trying to say prejudice. They just put the words in the wrong place. You know, you probably experience prejudice. But you just want to say this. And it's just like, oh. But the point is, you're not going to get rid of racism. Why? Because and this is what I'll say. It. And it's probably more like you're not going to get rid of. And that's probably why people get confused, right? Because how you use it in a sense, but I don't, I don't know. I think we have like the common sense to be able to like know the difference and how to use it. I just think we do that shit to irritate each other or whatever the purpose is. But like, if you're a racist, I'm not gonna say racism, but you're not going to get rid of people um, stopping racist people. Right. Cause if we say racism, then we have to be like, which one is it systemic or that. Right. And then you clear it up. So basically what I'm saying is you're not going to be able to get rid of that because you can't, there's no law that takes hatred out of people's heart. Because that's what I truly believe like a racist is. Is um, someone that, you know, to even have that, you know, um, that way of thinking, there has to be like hate in your heart. And so with bullying, for me, you're not going to get rid of of it because it's just something like 
you have to be realistic. First of all, you'll never be able to come with anything, come up with anything to say that, that will stop it. Right? But what you can do is create and and do something different with because no one just pops out the womb and they're a bully, you know? There's some behaviors that have not been addressed. And like when somebody the first person that whoever said, Oh, that's what kids do. It's normal. When did they say that? You said the doctor appointment or something? His pediatrician? They told you? The, the, that's what they, they just go around just... Okay, got it. No. That's why it fucked up, right? Because it just got spiraled and got way, way out of control. It was never normal. Like people try to say it is. It was never normal. It's just something that didn't get checked and got out of control and no one reels it back in. See, I think, and then from being a teacher working in schools... I think that you need to just have a better plan, right? So for with kids that are bullies, right? I've seen parents be in denial about it, right? Like believe everything and you, you know you live with this kid. Come on, I know you know, but won't accept it, right? Won't principal is telling you, look, your kid's terrorizing the classroom, he keeps calling everybody dykes, he's feeding people shit that might somebody might be allergic to, just just being a menace. Click, <laughs> you know, shit like that. And then, um, oh, wait, hold on, guys. Because I did say something earlier about, who did I test the wrong one? Uh-huh. uh-huh. How many minutes I got left on here? Um, 6%. Oh, look, I don't have to go too far. Hey. So yeah, so let me just give you guys this, um, run this down to you real quick because I think that if we thought about this more, because this is not something that's little, like when you have children like eight years old that are taking their lives, right? We don't understand. I wouldn't pay to be, you can pay me to be a kid again. So I just feel like people don't even respect kids because when you say stuff like, you don't got no problems, you don't pay no bills, shit. You don't understand how tough it is to, to live in their world with their issues. And it's their world. Their world is important to them. They're not adults, right? So it's like you sending all these like mixed signals. Like first you tell them that, you know, it's like you expect, you know, you tell them their kids, they have no problems, but then you expect all these things out of them. It's like, you just don't. And then it's like, we don't remember what it's like. And it's gotten different because you got more pressures and now they out here doing strange things. Uh, I used to be like, was I like that when I was little? I was still playing with Barbies for a very long time. Now they're out here. I don't know what they're putting this food. Well, I know now a little bit more, but man. But that mother right there, she wasn't doing him any um, she wasn't doing him no, no, no good. So all she's doing is letting a monster grow, right? I've seen parents be the the ringleader of of the children because I watched them be they like were in the back of the bus like making horrid jokes about another teacher I could hear them and the mother the guardian was the worst and I was like well okay okay I see right and so stuff like that matters like you know they pay attention they watch you know um 
other people. And so if you're not going to, um, so basically if, that, if that's what they're learning at home, right, then what do you do? And then and when the big one is with the children that are being bullied. And I tell parents, I'm like, we have to start raising, like, we have to, like, uplift our children, like, and, and make it, because that's what, they didn't go out of their way to do it, but that's what my mother and my dad did for me, right? You couldn't tell me shit. And I and I can even tell you how embarrassed, like, if I look back now, the little hairstyle I had, like, the little curl and puff ball on the side, like, what the fuck was I thinking, you know? But at that time, because people tried me, you know, um, they really did. And um, <clears throat> you notice I've used the word tried, right? Yeah. Um, see, I, I <laughs> had a little, I'm a different type of breed. <laughs> You know what I mean? My uncle didn't let me back in the house one day because I came in crying. He said, um, you're going to have to go figure that one out. And um, I knew why he did it because I think he, if I was, whatever I was upset about then, if I, I probably was going to, it was probably going to be a constant, right? So he was like, well, maybe you need to, you know, go finish. You know, I was fighting Lanita. I remember, I think she, she pushed me and I, off the curb and I don't remember everything that happened but I know eventually at some point I was just went home and I walked in and I was just upset and I told my uncle and he was just like <laughs> like what? Okay. You know, I ain't even mad at him. You know, because I'm not no like punk or and I'm not no bully. I don't I'm not aggressive. I don't just go around and put my hands on people. But um, I completely understand that we need to be raising our kids to be little soldiers. You whoop that ass if you need to, but also too to be um, to like to 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 build them up to the place where it's not easy for somebody to come along and just tell you you're not shit, you're not gonna be shit, kill yourself, and all this other stuff, or have them to the point where they're so isolated and like they just feel because they target those kids. They're already like on like a timid, like on some type of way, right? I watched a little boy named Alex, right? Um, the, the prior years before that, he would call my son weird, right? He'd be like, your son's weird, Miss Brandy, <laughs> right? He would say these things. I'm like, really, Alex? And he was kind of like a cool kid, right? And so, and I remember Alex was uh, like the hula hoop king, right? Because I'd be on the playground. I remember Alex would come over and get the hula hoop and he'd just be standing there, the whole time just hula hooping, right? And it's just, you know, we're just standing there. So it's just what he did, right? So that next year when he comes back to the school, totally different kid. You want to know what changed? Alex had glasses. Before he even got to school, it seemed like he already had a complex. I don't know if anybody even said anything to him at school, to be honest with you, because I'm pretty sure there were other people that wore glasses um, at school. But you never know, maybe his classmate. I don't know. But I think that um, he was getting it at home. And I think I may have heard that it might have been his mom or one of the adults that would, like, say things to him. And that's another thing, too. It's like, you have to be mindful. You can't, because sometimes it'd be the home, the household that that picks on the, on the child and sends them out that way. Like, I don't like when people pick on people. I don't like when people try me. Like, don't, don't make fun. Even as a grown-ass woman, don't be picking on me. So as your hair, don't don't try it because first of all, you're trying me. <laughs> I am not the one, boo boo, right at all. And um, I just don't like it. I don't like when people try to humiliate people. It really 
bothers me, gets under my skin. It's a disgusting trait to have. And then all I can do, all you are trying to do is make someone feel bad. You know? And some people, that's, that's just sad. And then when you get to the place where you want to hang yourself and you do, hmm, it's a whole nother, yeah. So that's why I say raise up better kids, right? So it takes a village. So raise up better kids. So that means for the schools that don't want to hold accountability, they're going to need to hold accountability and then hold the parents accountable. Then everybody's going to need to come aboard. We need to raise better kids. Um, we need to check in, be more, you know, like call a parent. You're like, don't let don't let it slide. Call the parent. I don't care if it's at work. It's her child. She pushed them out. She got to come. Get them, push them back in. I don't know, something, but you got to come and address this, right? And then for the child being bullied, you have to basically, like we should be doing, build our children up. It's not like we're lying to them, right? You let them know that they're great, that they're that they're handsome, that they're beautiful, that they're smart. Um, so all those things. Give them a hug. Tell them you love them. And, and always just reaffirm, reassure to them that, you know, Build them up. Make it less less easier for somebody just to walk up to them and tell them they're worthless and be the, the brunt of a joke. You have to raise up some soldiers. That's how I see it. Because would you want your kid just to be getting beat up on? Some kids would just let people beat up on them. Mm-mm. I, and I was listening to Jordan Peterson one time and it made perfect sense. Like he was saying, like, you should have that, that person in you, that, that monster, that beast. He said, it's, um, he basically was saying like, that's the, uh, the one that has more strength. It's not the one that goes out there and just is like, yeah, you know, like the crazy one just all over the place. It's the person that controls it, that has it, but can control it and can use it when necessary. And I identify with that very much so, right? It makes it makes me kind of feel like it's okay to be, because I think at some point all of us, we have that area, that gray area where we're like, no, I'm a good person. I would never do that. It's like, no, no, you should be willing to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you should, and he said you should get to know it. You should embrace it, control it, but embrace it. It made a lot of sense to me. You know, we need to do that same thing with our kids. We need to be raising up some little soldiers. It doesn't mean they got to be some like, you know, walking around here holding odd signs and stuff up, but just someone that is not going to let no one disrespect them. Not mean they're okay with speaking up for themselves or speaking to the right person. And that will speak out for someone else because you don't want the bystander. On this note, I'm going to talk about the bystander for a few seconds. The bystander is the one that will bystand, will stand right there and watch some shit. That's, we see that in real life, like with, a, with, with grownups. We're all kind of shit. What just happened to the girl um, in Mexico? That's some, some bystander stuff. Like, be the, like, not say anything because you don't want to be involved, right? 
Just like the lady that they showed and beat up on the trolley that on the train that one time. Man beat the shit out of this lady doing some things to her. And nobody on that, nobody did anything. Not one. I was like, this is a scary world. Right? Yeah. So you don't want the bystander because the bystander could be the one that saves somebody's life or gets them out of danger. Um, yeah. And these days, bystanders are joining in because they don't want to be picked on. So something's got to be done. Because this is kind of like, ruin. it can ruin, and it has, it ruins families when somebody home and their kid is hanging. Literally. That's what, I'm a, what was her name? Um, Spirit? Little um, black girl? Like, what, a few months ago? Told her mom she didn't want to go back to school. She couldn't take it anymore. Her mom had already talked to the school. She, I think she was a single mom. She was working. She said, okay, baby, just give me a little bit more time. We're just going to get you somewhere else. She goes to the bathroom. Spirit. She comes out. She's gone. She uh, hung herself. She basically, so when she asked her mom that question, she was like, give her some more time. She To her, she couldn't do it anymore. Um, pay pay <clears throat> um, close attention to our your kids because there are things that you can notice that are either tells that they're being bullied or they might be the bully. But I'm gonna go because I think this is starting to freeze up a little too, and um. Let me let me see. I'm sorry I'm being so rude. I have my whole screen cover right here. Okay. Let me look over here. Hello there, everyone. I didn't know you guys were down there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, was some real stuff. So uh, I just want to apologize for anybody that that went over to the um the if you did the bully show. I had um, a meeting that went over. It was a very good one, um, podcast meeting. Um, and so instead of doing that one, I just decided to, uh, even though I talked about it a little bit, I decided to talk about empathy empathy and stuff like that because I think it needs to be talked about because I think we lack it in this world. And I think the more we talk about it, and remember with kids, you have to be shown it. If kids don't ever see empathy, then they're not going to emulate empathy. So if we show it more, then maybe we'll see it more. Like on purpose, just like wake up in the morning and you go somewhere and just be kind for no reason. Just like, like practice, like test yourself and like see like, you know, like trip yourself out and start paying more attention to people around you. You know, maybe you might see somebody that looks a little off, you know, and, as far as like probably if it, that one word someone says to them that could change everything or just saying hello, right? Because a lot of people, I used to watch people walk over like downtown San Diego over like homeless people and they would just be sitting on the curb and just like, and for some reason I felt like I, I knew, right? And I would say intentionally, hello, and look up 
like kind of in surprise and say hello, like, you know. And I'm not going to lie, that shit made me feel really good, but because it made me feel good, because I made that person feel good, right? Because nobody even acknowledged they were there. I'm not going to cry, because that shit kind of makes me want to cry right now. But, uh, yeah. Yep. Those are the things I noticed. Um, I think that uh, sometimes we just get a little lost in the sauce, and we don't even think about that type of stuff. And it's like, we could be there. But it's not even about we could be there. There is someone there. Yeah. But um, I, uh, in the World Wide Web, I'm so sorry. I'm just a horrible freaking, um, what am I, host? (laughs) My bad. Let me let you come up here and do what you got to do. I don't know what just happened to the screen right now. Okay, let's try it again. Boom. Okay, Nivik, I'm coming to you. Um, okay, okay. Did I do it? What's going on here? So, is this normal? Can you guys still see me? Okay, there it goes. Do it again. Okay, now I'm getting angry. Okay, there. All right. Oh, I think I'm supposed to touch this first. Oh, that's that's how you do it. I knew that. I knew that. Of course I did. Hey there. <laughs> um, I was just wondering why you think people bully. Huh? Why do you think people bully others? Oh, there's a lot of a lot of reasons. Um, I'll I'll start from my from my experience. I'm working. Um. There was some, there's this one girl, right? She, a uh, very angry girl, you know, she was always like bullying everybody, boys and all, but very angry, right? And then um, I found out sooner than later that her mother uh, had been not that long, you know, prior to that year, and she was pregnant with um, a sibling, right? So wherever she was living at, it, she wasn't getting, um, like the attention or whatever she was supposed to be getting, uh, they didn't address that. And also, I think she was being bullied within the uh, the house. And I found out that was a commonality. Like that happened a lot. Like with a lot of bullies, they be on at home, and then they come to school, and then they that would be their place. Where they, you know, would let loose, right? So, oh, I see. Yeah, and that's just like one like of. There's so many, but that's a common one, right? Because I, I saw it as all like some kind of a circle of pain. Then there still were those ones. I didn't meet them a lot. But, you know, you get those kids that kind of are like the dad is an asshole. The kid's an asshole too, kind of like, right? 
through vi- through I guess violence and aggression instead of uh, mm-hmm. solving the. Yeah. Or look, it's not even anything that that needs to be solved. Like they just come and just rain terror, right? Like they 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 were the actual problem, right? So you come, you find you a victim, be like, huh? Yeah, you and you, right? And then you just come in and like the you know, it's rare that I ever met the kid that just did it because their parent was like a jerk, went to school to bully. Know that those had existed, but the ones like in real life, truly that I saw within the school system was someone that was either being picked on at home somewhere. You're right. And it was basically anger or some kind of, um, and they probably even know it themselves like pain. And yeah, so, but, you know, if they say hurt, hurt people, some parents could, uh, like, uh, some parents have issue with, uh, hitting the kid and, 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 and well, not, some yeah. people, some people have the view and where, First, you be reasonable, and I get in order to in order to um, deal with an issue instead of instead of uh, attacking. And it's it's kind of like if a kid does something wrong, you explain to them first. Uh, some some people have issue with that. It's like no, you beat the kid. Right. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. But I think it's like. like um... Violence to solve to solve problems potentially. Yeah, yeah, because that's so. That's what basically what it's telling them, right? Like this is the way we deal with um, deal with stuff, right? Because I told and I believe that, like, when it comes to like, if you ever have to use your hand or you get a little spanking or something, that's supposed to be some sort of uh, discipline, right? Teaching, right? But I don't really see how hitting ever really can be teaching. That, that comes like, I ain't gonna lie, I've gotten spankings before, but I was in a different type of day. That was a different time. I was born in 78, right? Uh, trust me, when I got that, I didn't get many more after that because I was like, I do not want any of this. I was like, I'm cool. <laughs> That's what that taught me. I learned something. I don't want no more women, so I'm just gonna make sure I stay clear from trouble. But I noticed that some people will use that as a, a form of any type of a discipline, or this they call it, or see hitting. I never did. I never had to use hitting with my son. I never did it. I couldn't. It just didn't. It, to me, it, I just didn't. I couldn't. I didn't see. I didn't have. Because this is what I, I think you have to, to be angry to some reason. And I don't think that, that um, that's really rational. Because, you know, later, I don't see parents. Go ahead. Yeah, it's kind of sad for the bully that there's issues with the bully in a way, right? It's not necessarily the person that they're abusing. It's not yeah. really about them. Yeah, exactly. It's a hurt people, hurt people, right? Um, and that's yeah, why I call I, it like I, a circle person, of pain, right? So, yeah, you tear a person down to fe- in order to feel better. Yeah. Be- yeah, because of the negative. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I think it's important. Um, you know how we have uh, we have these like uh, programs for the bully, right? Not the bully, but the bully. So I I got thinking, and I was like, um, but what about the, the the bully, right? And so then I created this. Um, still working on it. Called 
bullied and bullied no more, but it's about not just someone being bullied, but you have a whole bully right here, you know, stigma to redirect this behavior. So therefore, they, their need of help is the person being bullied, right? So within program, you, you work it the right way, and it's really not that hard. You can help these two become leaders, but also understand you know the bully understand bullies more and then the bully understands you know what, I mean? what they do and it's kind of like you, you, you brought two people you've um, showed two people how to come together and, and you taught them you know and you actually turn them into leaders because what you want to do is create leaders then the kids will be um, you put them in position of responsibility and then they can actually handle themselves better Versus us, like coming to us for to, of course, adults were going to protect them and all that stuff, but that's how you build them up and, and you create leaders. But you bring them together, right? Something that we don't do as adults, we have to start somewhere, ground zero, and then you actually take that situation and you create empathetic situation. So that's my whole, that's my whole scheme to humanity to get people to actually love one another. It's not hard, right? Yeah. You just got to be willing to do the work. I think it's worth it. Have you ever experienced bullying? Uh, yes. Yeah? Um, I, 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 I don't really have an issue with being bullied, though. How'd you, how did you handle it? I, 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 yourself and a person tries to tell you who you are in an insult it's kind of water off a duck's back I'm sorry to say yeah yeah I mean you try to you just you try to have you try to you try to have as much an understanding of your environment and who you are it's hard for a person to distort your environment to make you feel stupid and distort who you are, telling you who you are when you know who you are already. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And exactly what I was saying. Too. Time. Yeah. I was going to cut you off. Are you when you were saying something still? Oh no no no! I mean, I can. That's how come it's like. Um, I I I I I'm I'm. I, I'm not necessarily about retaliating because it's not like it matter. And more have concern for the bully and engaging with the person in a way, I guess, you know, that is, that is, that, 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 that might be bothering them. Maybe they like suck at track or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know what I mean? And maybe you can say, Hey, let's hit the gym or something, you know? Um, Try, try, because it's 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 probably something lacking in themselves that they're yeah. feeling insecure about, and where they have to tear you down in order to feel better in compensation. Because whatever it is that's lacking in them, they feel they can't overcome. So I guess it's just compens- your compensation for, in order for them to feel better. Because there's nothing within them, character-wise, or capability-wise, maybe knowledge-wise or intellect-wise, whatever they're lacking may be. 
there's nothing really there there to feel better right so i'll just kick this guy mm-hmm. sad yeah yeah um yeah. the way the way you were explaining it that's exactly what I was trying to um, say to people, like uh, how you said that you didn't let it bother you because you knew who you were, right? And um, mm-hmm. that's what, as far as like parents, it sounded like you came from yeah. like, very, um, like, came up in a way where you were confident in They picked the wrong one, right? And like a lot of kids don't have that, and sometimes it's the parent or the family. They're the ones that are tearing them down a little bit and bringing their self down. Yeah, people don't come from that because they don't automatically have that. You have to have that gift. You when you're growing up, you have to build that. And if you don't, then you're gonna have a child that feels like right. And then you put them on the world, and they become right. So not everybody has that resilience, like, you know, like, uh, you know, man, I'm not tripping for you. A lot of times it's that easy situation where you can just be like, oh, just, you know, uh, talk to this bully. Because, like, with my son, one school to the next became physicking and taunting and isolating. Now it's turned into basically, basically assault. Because once you put your hands on somebody and you're physically abusive to them, if we're outside on the regular street, that would be assault. And you go to jail, it would be some repercussions. So if you're in school, it should, it should be different. That's not bullying them. That's assault. You're being assaulted. Right? And they need to know that so they know assault to happen. People really just call it the way it is. That is not bullying. That is, that is physical violence. I've seen it happen so many times where you, no one gets any consequences. I think we just need to build up soldier. And I like that word. It doesn't mean like you got to build up You know, it means that, like how you how you said you, you let it roll off your back. You know what I mean? You know? You're not going to be able to break me down. You know? And I'm pretty sure if somebody tried to get people, you're not going to just let them sit there and whoop on you. Either. And, and that's what I mean. Like, we have to, like, because this world is brutal. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so we just got to think that way and want your kid. I don't mean Like, if you have an understanding more than the person does, it doesn't really matter what the person says. Well, I mean, right? Like, if you have a deeper understanding of yourself and what what this, what reality really is, a person can't really distort your mind in in uh, telling you who you are or or telling you what 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 um reality is i mean like when you're when you're knowledgeable enough of your environment and yourself because a lot of times when your environment's distorted and you being deceived a person 
could take ownership of you by saying it was because you're stupid. You might not even be, you know, um, you, you, this person might not even be right. It's just that, it's just that they conned you into making you feel like you're wrong. It's to, it's to own you in a way. It's like, if you, if, 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 if somebody deceives you in a lie, you might end up thinking you're dumb. Yeah, if they're constantly telling you it, you hear it repeatedly, like, and it's constant harassment. And then that's why they choose kids that are weak already. See, they're not just, bullies don't just go mess with any kid. They're literally seeking out the one that will allow them to get away with it. You're going to go to that timid one, that one that's going to, like, flinch, you know what I mean? Or one that everybody's going to laugh at and, you know what I mean? Because they're never going to go to the, the biggest, like, they're not stupid. You know, because they're punks themselves too. The bully is is a punk. Like you're being punked by the punk, right? And that's why for the one they can get away with it, and then they validate, they laugh, or you can tell them what to do because they're scared because they don't want to be next. You know, so it's really just about who you're dealing with. Like not all kids are going to have that same thought. Like they know their environment and all. Because we're human, they're human, they're kids, and you don't know what went through at home. Or, but when it's constant, the thing is, bullying is not like an isolated incident. This is a continuous, it's like harassment. And then you get a bunch of kids, and then it's continuous. Because I'm telling you, if you have eight year olds like committing suicide, like I was listening to this mother the other day, where her daughter, like, they were dealing with it, you know, um, I guess her daughter, like, and this is the thing where I find out with kids too, when you happen to be a little different, whatever they want to call it different, you're not like of the norm, not like us. You might like something. It's not even being different. It's just that you're a person and, and we have this, this, this crazy way of thinking like if it's not what we do, then that's stupid and it's weird. You know what I mean? And that's something we should address too. But the mom created a bench, this a bench like where the feelings bench where her and her daughter can go and talk about these things. Cause I guess she was being bullied and stuff at school and then this one day, she, uh, they did interesting, but the daughter wanted to stay home. She said she was acting really like different that day. Just kind of like, oh, I just want to stay home. And so eventually, she just goes and goes to the grocery store, and then she comes back, and the kids run out. Like, you need to come in here, you know. And she goes in there, and her daughter killed herself. She had planned it the whole time, and um. And, and, you know, right now, like, all the rest of the kids are, like, messed up. They don't go outside because they have to witness that. And that's just one of hundreds and hundreds of many, many stories where, I don't know if you heard the other one where the little girl hung herself because um, she didn't want to go back and she had to endure it. Kids were constantly picking on her, hitting her, calling her names, and just constant, constantly, uh, you know, you just think about how some adults go through all that stuff. So imagine a kid, right? And then terrible. Like you don't keep going back here. That's why I tell parents, like, get them out. Like, I'm not gonna make my son go somewhere where he is suffering. You're not gonna learn anything, but shit, you're in danger. I see danger, danger. I, I'm not going to put you, in, keep sending you somewhere where people are being abusive to you and no one's going to do anything about it. I'm going to remove you out of that situation because that's suffering. And I'm not going to, I, I, 
And I was told one day, which I was doing by another teacher, she said, she came over to me and she said, Brandy, you keep advocating for anything. I have to do it because nobody else was going to do it. So I did it. I removed my son when he kept getting physically attacked. They weren't doing nothing. So I said, you know what? I'm coming. And I took him with me that day. I said, this this won't be happening again. I had to save my son. I had to take him out of that unhealthy environment. Because there's accountability everywhere. And if you're a school and you're not going to do anything about it, then you shouldn't be open. So this is really about being protective of children, but also understanding that they're children and that um, sometimes those, those bullies, they don't even know how much power that they are having to, that they can actually get a kid to hate themselves that much. And now, now we have we cause. Because sometimes you probably do it and now you feel horrible because you didn't know that you were that horrible to have somebody off themselves and that can affect the bully. But from what I've seen, these bullies are not remorseful. They are getting online and making, um, what do you call it, nooses and coffins. After what the kid done in the school, don't give them no repercussions. And the parents just got to look at that. And, that. and that's where I'm just like, what are we going to do? Because this is their attitude now. We're gonna, these kids are going to grow and be in society. That's why I understand why everybody's walking around here so concerned about, I, I get it, we have to live in this world economically and all that stuff, but that's not the important shit. The important stuff is our future, is our youth. And we're just, just they're like over here, like what are they supposed to look up to? And then what by the time we look up, like these people that are running amok in the world now, like I won't say certain names, but I'll, I'll use an example. Let's say for instance, like, well, we know we can think off the top of our heads right now who we possibly think is ruling this world. They didn't. They didn't just like come become this way overnight. Shit. However, however people feel about Donald Trump, he didn't just become whatever people say think the how he is overnight. Anybody, Biden, anybody, anybody, please go down the list. You can't. You been this way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that would tell me that we got to do better with our kids, right? Because I don't want kids to feel yeah. victims and feel like they got to get beat up on. But what about when it's the whole family that is making them feel bad? Like, you know how, like, when you pick on somebody, but you think it's for fun, but they don't like it? Like, I told my son one time, he said, oh, we just do it for fun. We're just messing around. I said, at whose expense? I said, is that someone's expense? You're laughing, you're laughing, but it's not funny to that person. So what makes it funny? Because you say it's funny, you know? So it's like, it's got to be nicer to like empathy. That's why I started yeah. the room, empathy and kind, you know, empathy, right? Because it's important, you know? Don't don't laugh at a homeless man. I don't care. Like I see kids, oh. Laugh and be like, oh, look at him. I think that's the most disgusting thing ever for you just don't do stuff like that. You know, and so I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I can completely tell that you you came up with a family that, that showed you your worth. But if a person has a dislike, hatred for themselves, they're not going to really care about another. 
yeah, that they're tearing down in order to feel better about themselves. But they're kids, though, so that's why we have to step in. By the time they get to an adult, you know, because usually there's something going on with that kid. And we even said it ourselves, like he looked yeah. from somewhere. That, that, that. And that's why you have to step in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I think. Like what you're saying, it's, 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 it's not really about the kid. It's about the adult yeah. taking control of the environment of the kid. Exactly, yeah. And not putting any type of... I, I guess, like, I, I mean, I guess you can... You can, you can, to a certain degree, tell them what they should and shouldn't do. You know what I mean? Responsibility, but ultimately, yeah, you're to, you're to control their environment. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's not even about punishing them. I, I think it's like more about teaching them versus like finding punishments. Like that was wrong, should have did that, and you punished them. I think stuff like that is teaching moments. You teach them, right? And that's you show them. You show them the the wrongs of their ways. Like why you have to literally like. That's how you pull the empathy out of somebody. Like for example, you take a kid. Say somebody like those parents that have kids that are ungrateful. They get everything and they 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 they're spoiled. And then you take them somewhere and you show them what it looks like to not have anything. Right? You have to show show them. I truly believe that's what kids need. You can't like sugarcoat it for them. Like if this is what you, I think you should already kind of expose it, expose them to stuff like that anyway, because that's how they learn empathy to see what as sad as it is when you see what other people don't have and it makes you grateful. Right. Um, then it kind of, you know, either it's going to stick with you or it's not. And if not, you might be a sociopath. I don't really know, you know, <laughs> that age. I don't know how that works. But you really got to show them um, how that another, or you might even have to like, they might even have to to experience it a little bit. Because I had I had a kid, his mom, um, he was bullying a girl, right? And uh, I think she liked him, and he was he bullied her so bad that the little girl went home and mutilated her eyebrows, which she wouldn't tell nobody. But she did something because he made fun of her face, or he did something, and so she she did that. Because what he was saying to her, and so what his mother did was he, she took all his clothes and she took his shoes and got some fake shoes and then drew Jordans on it, like the word Jordans. And now, I don't know if this was like the right thing to do, but she gave him some high waters, cut those, and she just basically made him wear some some stuff that was going to get him some attention. Now, people did laugh at him, right? They, they laughed. He, he, he got it. But I saw it go a little bit too far. Like all day long, people were laughing at him, and even other teachers too, right? Would you say that there's like a, a fine, like a kind of a fine line there when you when you do something like that? Because or like I don't know. I think it was not about him. I think it was I was seeing it from the other people, like how far they were, you know, pushing it. Because I think without you laughing, he gets it because you've already laughed. <laughs> but they just kept going all day, and I'm pretty sure he learned. But it still is like, okay, now there's a point where you cut it off because it's supposed to be a, a lesson. But now you kind of seeming like a bully like he was. Hmm. So I don't know about the humiliation part, but um, I get it. I don't know how effective it could be, but I get it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a um a very it's not something that um, you can take lightly. It's a really huge thing that 
it really goes all the way back to where you like how you were brought up. The parents, the first teacher, the parent. Different environment. Oh. You, you were breaking up, were you saying? Oh, no. No, I was just saying different environments can be helpful. Like, you, who, who, do, who you bring the kid around. Uh, that, 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 that's not negative. Um, and, 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 you know, like, you, like maybe switching it up a bit and where they're not in a place where they're always being. So having that, there might not be any type of insecurity issue because it's kind of like, well, these people over here, I went over here, it was nice. I went over there, it's nice. I went over to this place, it's not so nice. It makes them not think that that's the world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not the, it's not the world that sees them that way. It's, it's just right. these assholes. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't isolate them in, in a potential negative, hostile situation where they might stand out different than everybody else. And because of that differences, people are just indifferent to them because they can't relate. There's no empathy with lack with lack of relation to another. It 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 could potentially bring that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know. People don't really empathize with what they don't or who they don't relate to, and sometimes they fear what and who they don't understand. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I've seen that happen um, with kids. Um, I'm going to read uh, first. I'm going to read. Forgive me, it's not. I'm thinking of it in here, and I like the worst host ever because I think. Um, my buddy was just in here. I have to go make it up to him, Lance. Because um, this is my first time doing the video on here, right? And so I've just been trying to, like, monitor everything. But I want to read this. This but is your first you video. Said, um, also, yeah, I got the beta in here. The, yeah, I got the beta um, yesterday, I think. Uh, I could have been before that when I checked my... Um, yeah, I think it was just yesterday because when I checked... Because I have, like, three accounts on here. But when I checked this one, I saw that it was in there. So, like, oh, okay. So, um, three accounts? What do you mean? Three shows? No, like three separate accounts. Because <laughs> I used to um, forget my um, passcodes and stuff. And then before I couldn't use it, get oh. back on without my phone. But now you can get on with your your email and stuff too. So I have, yeah, like three, maybe even four. I'm not sure. Yeah. Can to... you just, just, right? Like politics and stuff. Whatever. Or it's not like, like um, just um, what's, what's, generally happen in society, I guess. What was that you said, what? You you don't have any type of particular thing you talk about. It's just uh, generally what's going on in today's society. I I have a podcast, so they're not on here. I have several podcasts, but on here, my other one, they're... Like, what do you usually talk about? Is it bullying? Or you have, like, whatever, like, any type of random subjects that you just would bring up from day to day. Yeah, I have um, different shows have different topics. Like, I have uh, this one, The Bullying, and there's one that's called The 
stage and that's more like uh podcasters and like entertainers or more like uh talent and stuff and then there's behind the mic about the creators and then you no know, there's bullying and then there's like the world we let uh there's one on here i don't think i've done a show maybe one in there and that's like what a, that's more about like stuff like this like the empathy and all that stuff and I think there's another one. I can't remember what it is. So there's several on here, and then on the other one, and then there's called uh, 100 Proof Brandy, because you know, I'm Brandy and 100 Proof, and that's more of me just um, giving my honest and direct and maybe brutal opinion. So every show has a different theme, and then I have podcasts like Hers and His is about men and women. So every every show has its own place. Because that's, that's what I've learned in podcasting. You have to have a place for some shows you have to separate because you have to have a, a direct audience you need to reel it on, on in. So I try to I try to give each show its own space so it can stick to a, a theme to be focused on so it won't be all over the place. Uh, other podcasts? You, do you go into other podcast shows? On here? Yeah, I'm calling. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I have some buddies over here. Yeah, like Lance, he was just in here. Um, I feel so bad. I'm gonna have to find him because <laughs> he was down there and I didn't wasn't paying attention. But I go on his show a lot, and uh, yeah, and then Hakeem and I know extra up here. I haven't been in um, Blast, but I've been. I mean, I've been in the audience, and so yeah, you got to go on here. Sorry, you broke up. What was that? You have a show on here? No, not really. I, I'm 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 part of Pangburn. They they philosophize and they talk they they they, they and they talk about everything pretty much. And what was it called again? You what a part of what? Pang, Pang, Pangburn. It's uh, oh. call in. Uh, it's it's a bunch of people that are in a group that talks about pretty much everything. They philosophy, it's philosophy and skeptic. It's on Colin? Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah, it's on Colin. Yeah, I'll definitely. I'll try to... Um, and, or if you're ever in it, you can just send me a link. Okay. I'll, I'll definitely come check it out. I'm trying to see right here. I think this person called Colorado and please forgive me. I'm not this bad of a host, just a little bit, but I've been on here for a long time, but the video is new to me. I have keep having to scroll around. Um, so if you're in there trying to get in, I'll make it up to you. And if you left a message and I'm just not reading it, I'll do better. <laughs> but Colorado said, hum, what? Okay. Said, said a lot. Okay, kids these days. Am I right? Yes, yes. Thank you so much. And um, let me make sure I'm following. Following you. Okay, cool. And thank you. Thank you for contributing. Okay, what did I do again? This is so weird. I appreciate um everyone. Everyone that stopped in, um, I didn't know that I was going to get into this topic tonight, uh, but I think that tomorrow I'm still, tomorrow 
most likely I'll come in with a actual a guest. And um, so I can't tell you what time that will be, but it will be closer to evening. But I do have a few shows that I'm bringing over here um, with the bullying. They're actually stories. And then um, I just did a show with a group, a uh, comic, they're a comic team, a company. They're called um, Redunculus. And so they'll be coming over too, um, probably like next week. It's like nine of them. And they've known each other since they were 12 years old and met in school. And now they're like 30s and 40s. And so they do their own comics, their own, you know, they draw them. They, um, they do, they just did their own movie. They play their own characters and pretty dope. So the show, I have like a bunch of shows I have to edit and that's one of them. So that'll be coming out soon. But I actually literally said call in. I said, I'm going to bring you over to call in. So I think that over here, you guys will really, uh, I like the energy over here. So I appreciate them. Thank you very much. I can't really see what, what Colorado, I'm trying to read it real quick and we're going to go. Um, what if you are in a society? I don't know why I can't see that shit. And don't have, have hate in your heart to especially those opinions and that's I can't even read. I don't know why it's doing this. It's literally like cut off. What if you're, I'll probably, I don't know. These are going to disappear. I want to read this. And bullying are so mundane that years, something don't have to have hate in your heart to especially those opinions and attitudes. Missing some words. Kids these days, am I right? The app crashed. I'm back. Oh, hey there. Can't hear anything. Could y'all not hear anything? I don't know. I really wish I could read all of that, but shit, it's kind of cut off. But okay, everybody. Um, so like I said, I'm going to come back on tomorrow with my guest, right? And we're going to get into this um, some more. Right. And if anyone has anything you want to share, a story, feel free. Feel free. Thank you, um, Colin, for, you know, the chance to use the, the beta. I, I love it. Um, I love it a lot. And thank you guys so much. I'm going to get it ready to go because I'm about to pass the hell out. <laughs> so if anybody doesn't have anything to say. All. all right, Extra, are you still awake? He's asleep, I think. No, 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 I'm still awake. I'm just going to say that. Uh, all right, that. Are you there? Anything you want to say? Okay, you did it. I'm about to close down. Yeah. Anybody down there? Uh, you don't hear me? Feel free. Crazy. You don't hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. You don't hear me? Okay. I'm saying you did a great job. Thank you. It was a great job that you did, uh, uh, the topic was, was something that we, we needed here. I think the people received it. Uh, can't wait to see your show tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I have another show, too. I like The Walking Dead, and I got an episode for you with that, too. You don't want to miss it. I'm serious. All right, so I'm going to go. You, you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, night, Daniel, Mo, Vlad, and you guys have a blessed night or morning because it's in a different time zone. <laughs>
Am I supposed to turn off the video first? I'm not quite sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, don't... Probably don't even matter, huh? No. Oh well. Night night. Mash all the red buttons. <laughs> Brandon, what you doing in there? Son? I better check on him. 